Ladies and gentlemen, the Adult Baby Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Adult Babies Podcast, episode 219. I am B. I'm Chick. And I'm Chris. And man, do we have a special guest. We have a guest I've been trying to get for how long? Since you've known me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, uh, my good friend, hilarious comic, John Ziegler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need like a, a laugh track. Or something I know. Like well, we'll put that in yeah. in, uh, in in post. But post. <laughs> John, thanks for coming on, man. I I appreciate. I'm on a I'm on a I'm on a tour. I'm I know. A, I'm on a I'm on a promotional tour for my special. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I before we start, you do have a special out. What's the name of it? Getting my affairs in order. Getting my affairs in order. I have to tell you this. I mean, you you probably know this, but I honestly, I think that your special, it was the best special I watched this whole year. And I'm not just saying that because I know you. I'm like, I, 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 it was the best special that I saw all year. I, everybody, I sent, you know, my parents watched it. Yes, your parents <laughs> are big fans. <laughs> I said the show that was that was brought to the attention that was hysterical. That was great. My, we we did a show uh, and John was headlining and uh, you were talking about your special and my mom started raising her hand at one point. <laughs> and John's like, "Well, oh, do I have a fan here?" And and she's like, "Well, I'm Brendan's mom." It's like it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that. But uh, yeah, honestly, it's uh, it's it's such a good special. Chick, you've it's, seen it. I, I I watched it again because I knew you were coming on, and I loved it. I really did. And I haven't. I, I never really heard you up until you know, literally a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so I yeah w- nobody has. Yeah, there that's the problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> problem. <laughs> I'm and nobody gave me a heads up. Where can I watch the special? It's on YouTube. It's on my. It's nice. Yeah, it's just John Ziegler comedy. You can yeah, get my I'll watch it in post. Free. Yeah, I'll, you I'll splice in my review. <laughs> you 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 will love it. It's uh it's great. Th- that's um, very complimentary that it was the best special you watched this year. But my other question is like, how many other specials did you watch? This I didn't watch any. Like, is it one of two? It's the only one I watched. <laughs> that's what I mean. So you're like, oh, it was the best special I watched. I don't this watch year. comedy specials. Yeah, I like, know. I watched yours and Hannah Gatsby's. Those are the only two. <laughs> <laughs> and yours was clearly. <laughs> yours was the best. Yours was the best. You won. So what's going on? How are you? I'm not dying, so that's good. Yeah, let's get yeah, in. Can we can, yeah. we can we get <laughs> into like the the history of of you in terms of me being sick? Or well, just yeah. my history of what? Yeah. I like to get from the beginning. Well, yeah. <laughs> from when you were born. Tell no, us when you were born. <laughs> no, what's your first memory? So in third were you a breech birth? So you mean like how I got sick? Yeah, so let's let's get into this. So yeah, you 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 had cancer. You had I don't even know what's going on. You seem you seem okay. (laughs) I know, I seem to. Yeah, I I look that bothers me. I get mad when people like. So you beat cancer, and I'm like, no, I didn't. Yeah. You guys curse on here, by the way. Yes. All right. I didn't know if you cursed. Um, It bothers me when people think I beat cancer because I gained weight back. They're like, you're good, right? I'm like, I could be dead in six months. I'm not good. So, so <laughs> you, that's, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. And I get like annoyed. I'm like, you know, what am I going to do? Like fact check them? I'm like, you don't understand how it right. works. So I got diagnosed. It was April 2021. So it's been like 15 months. Mm-hmm. And I was never sick. So I just got my eyes got like jaundiced, which is like a little yellow. Oh. Yeah. And then I um, went to urgent care. Urgent care doesn't do anything. Urgent I was just going to no, say, I mean, that really... Why would you go to urgent care? Because I didn't think anything was really... I didn't know I was jaundiced. I had like my you stomach... You had yellow like, eyes? You're no, like, I didn't I know. They right. told me at urgent care. I'm, I'm oh, getting ahead okay. of myself. My stomach was a little upset for like 10 days. But like nothing... 
Like I was going to the gym. I was eating whatever I wanted. I just noticed like oh, my stomach was a little off. I thought I had a little bug. Right. I mean, I've, I'm 54. I've had diarrhea before. I don't, I don't run to the hospital. <laughs> it was like whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I went to urgent care, and I talked about my stomach. And the guy's like, yeah, it'll just pass in a few days. And then he was like 10 feet away from me. He goes, you know, you jaundice. And I'm like, what? And I go, is it bad? And he goes, bad enough I can see it from here. And he was like 10 feet away. I'm like, that's kind of sassy. You assassinate. Yeah. <laughs> such an asshole yeah. way to say that. So he um, he it's gave an me urgent care up. doctor yeah, move right care. there. He's not a doctor. Yeah, whatever <laughs> doctor. he is. <laughs> Very. Yeah. So I looked in the mirror, and my eyes had a tinge of yellow to them. Okay. And he didn't say anything. He's just like, I go to an emergency room because if you go to your doctor, they order scans out. It's lab work. It takes like a week. He goes, you go to the ER, you're going to get the scans in like three hours. But he made me a little nervous because he's like, you want to get these like now. Huh. And I was like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'm Jesus. like, all right. So I drove to the hospital by myself. Well, that's what I love about the urgent care is they basically tell you where to go to get. That's all urgent care that's is. That's all yeah. it is. It's like a middleman. Like, all right, you need to go here. Like the a urgent conci- care. It's a, a concierge. Yeah, it's yeah. asking a friend, like, is this bad? And they're yeah. like, yeah, it's bad. Go see someone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think it's they a do dispatch anything. unit. They just yeah. they just dispatch you to another place that so, can take care of but you. But, you know, I don't want to go to, a, like, an ER's time. Yeah. Urgent care, I'm in an hour in 10 minutes. Right. And they exactly. can write scripts. No, that's the beauty of the urgent care. Yeah, they can write a script. So if I just had like a sore throat or something, yeah, they can just right. be like, yeah, here's some whatever you take for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went and they sent me to the ER, went to the ER. And then I realized I was I'm like, oh, this is going to be a thing. <laughs> so then they started doing like ultrasounds and CAT scans. And they were like, they saw my gallbladder was inflamed and something in my body. And they were like, yeah, it looks like your gold. And I was annoyed then. Because I don't like my routine to be affected. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah. Are you I'm like a, a, a hypochondriac, though? Are you nervous no, at this point? No. Okay. no I would no, be a wreck. No, he's just bothered that his day is messed yeah, up I, could, I was in my gym clothes, and it screwed up my workout. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really annoyed. Oh, By the way, we should say you're maybe the, the most healthy comedian I know. <laughs> yeah. Up until this point. It's just a definition of irony. <laughs> it's crazy. I work with the most, like, drunk they eat drugs. They eat shit. They don't exercise. They're all slobs. Yeah. Yeah, they're all like hard. And I'm like, how are they not dying? All right. He's talking. Are you talking about me? I'm talking about <laughs> almost all the comics yeah. I work. There's like four comics I can name who are like pretty fit. Yeah. Like four. Um, it's becoming less. <laughs> and the older guys, the guy my age, like I think comedy in the 90s, it was like cool to drink and yeah. like eat like shitty. But like the guys now are a little bit like smarter. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The, the John Belushi guys, all the people used to idolize yeah, those they guys. They're like, he died at t- thirty. Like, I don't want to be that. Yeah. No, you got to eat healthy and and eat right and uh, you know, like show jaundice. Yeah. So <laughs> I went to the um, I went to the hospital and for two days, I was in. They they admitted me because they're like, we got to find out why you. So now you're in. I'm in the hospital, but all they all they're saying is gallbladder. And I'm annoyed because of my gallbladder surgery. I'm going to have a scar. This, what is that, a week? I can't go. Uh, I was really pissed about my gallbladder having to come out, which I don't know if you need it. I don't think you do. I, I think that's do, one of the things. It has a purpose. It does? Yeah. It, it, my mom had her gallbladder out, and, like, you don't need it, but then afterward you have problems. Like you don't it, have it, ha- it creates bile, which yeah. breaks down okay. fat, so you, it, it affects your diet a little bit like that. And then I, I'm great. I'm in good company. It's like me and your mom. Like those are the, <laughs> That's the people. My mom's younger than you. <laughs> is she? How old's your mom? 47. Your mom's 47? Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. I know. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mom's almost. I, I, How I mean, old I, am I? He's just young. No, he is young. Uh, 47. Come on. That's like 47 is young. I mean. Young. It was a young mom. Yeah. yeah, she's in my dating range. She is? When I was forty-seven, <laughs> actually, she would be. <laughs> if I was single. on, like, yeah, <laughs> if I was on something, she would be in that that range of that I'm looking for. Yeah, 
Ah, so when I was 47, I had my hair, I had a pancreas. I, had, <laughs> I, had, I was good to go. By the way, if it was just your gallbladder, we probably could have would have had an hour special on your gallbladder. I don't know how much I would have got. I probably would have got a tight 15. You would have had 15. Okay. You, you would have had some. Yeah. You would have had something. So <laughs> some doctor work. This is actually in my special. I talk about this. So I don't want to just sit here and do jokes for my special. But <laughs> some doctor walked in my room that I never saw before. He was like the surgeon of the GI surgeon for the hospital. Never saw the guy. He walked in. He's like, what's going on, man? And I'm like, yeah, I got a problem with my gallbladder. He goes, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> and he goes, um, I'm just going to tell you the way it is. He goes, I see a mass by your pancreas. He goes, I'm pretty sure you have cancer. Did you, do you rather that? He, he just said mass by your pancreas. Oh, I'm pretty sure you have cancer. Were you happy with that? As, as much as it takes. Happy with no, that? No, no, no. Not with the result, but that the guy just told you. Like, getting butter. <laughs> I know up. what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was thrilled. <laughs> Over the moon. Well, I, I was want like, a doctor buttering yeah. me up. Chick I doesn't know what it. cancer is. I was like, thank God it's not my gallbladder. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd rather hear that way. Yeah. Me. I, yeah. I'm a realist. Yeah. Like, I'm a very, like, just tell me what's going on. You don't have to sugarcoat shit. Exactly. It is what, and then you like, can figure it out. People are like, did you freak out? And I'm, like, doing this real, like, um, like just down, like, I just whatever it is, it is. I'm not religious. I don't believe in God. I'm always, like, yeah. I don't have, like, deeper meanings. Like, you know... I'm God opens her. I go, nah, people die. <laughs> that was my big. People are like, isn't yeah. this unfair? And I go, nah, I'm 54. <laughs> Eight-year-olds are in St. Jude's. Like, <laughs> shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it happens. People get sick. There's no always a rhyme. or. Re I really wasn't freaked out. All I was right. sad, and I was nervous, and I had to make some phone calls I didn't <laughs> want to make. Yeah. You know, telling my girlfriend wasn't like, oh, happy you know, she was at work. <laughs> and I was oh. like, do I wait till she's done working? <laughs> or like, like, what do you do? I had you to call my family. So I called my brother because my brother's like me. Mm. My brother was like, tough deal, dude. Like, <laughs> like, like, he wasn't a lot of. We had a good run, huh, bro? Yeah, yeah, he was kind yeah. of, you he know. Names ah. on your car. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he was my first phone call because he's a sounding board that I can you call. My that. brother's strong. Like, I needed somebody strong. Yeah. So I called my brother. I go, look, they're saying I have pancreatic cancer. And he was like, oof. <laughs> oof. And I was like, oof. I got to call. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Oof. So I'm like, I got to call. Dawn, I don't know. I'll take. I don't know how I'm gonna make. That's my girlfriend. I don't know how I'm gonna make that phone call. That was my worst fear. It's the first yeah. thing I thought about. And then um, I have a sister who's gonna fall apart. <laughs> my sister's not. She's the opposite of my brother. And yeah. they're twins. Oh, are they really? Yeah, they're, they're twins. So I was like, you have all the strength, and she's an <laughs> emotional disaster. <clears throat> so I said, he's like, I'm gonna make a U. He, was, he lives in Queens. He was making a U-turn coming back to. Uh, my sister was here in Farmingdale. Um, I s he was coming back to my sisters to tell her. So he was going to tell her He was going to tell her. I'd be right. like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and the funny thing is, the doctor said to me after he told me, he goes, what do you do for a living? I had a mask on because it was like still COVID. And I go, I'm a comedian. He goes, dude, I just saw you like two weeks ago. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him, I go, man, I go, next time open with that. <laughs> and then just close with the cancer stuff. And he just stared at me. <laughs> <laughs> and like walked out of the room, I swear to God. And I was like, <laughs> so I was alone in the room. And then a social worker came in who has no updates. She thinks I, it's, uh, the chart says gallbladder. And she's all like uh, cheery. She's like, how we doing, John? I'm like, I have pancreatic cancer. And she's like, no, you don't. And I'm like, no, nah, I, I do. <laughs> I just talked to the doctor. And she, um, she started like nervously flipping through her chart. Oh, God. I would have paid to see her reaction. She went off, on and that. then she went off script. And I, I can't make this up. She was like, um, 
well, um, you're in New York. We have the best doctors, and there's um, like fine dining. And I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> fine about? Fine dining? She just started like giving me like a tour yeah. guide of New York City, like all the all the perks of being in New York. We have Broadway shows. Have you been to Times Square? It's amazing. <laughs> I let her talk Sloan for like right here. three or four minutes. I let her talk. Because I felt bad that she was so yeah. nervous, but then I was like, "Yeah, I gotta make some phone calls. Like, can you just yeah. go? Like, <laughs> like I get it." By the way, she probably had to make some phone calls after that. That was, yeah. that was her worst she day saw as well. A social worker. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, God, you're not gonna. What play. do you think the dinner conversation with her <laughs> oh family was that night? Yeah. <laughs> How was yours? She's like just cutting a piece of meat, and she's like, "Oof." <laughs> <laughs> she just went into her story. Uh. So, um, from there, it just became test after test after test. <sighs> because it's a weird cancer. And I, I had the vibe I was dying because every Jesus. doctor who talked to me was just kind of like, eh, hopefully they can operate. And they were just, they were like, one guy put his like, like his fist on his chin and like push, <laughs> he looked at me and he like pushed his chin up in the air, like forcing himself. Like keep, no, like keep your chin up, bucko. Like, <laughs> like a, chin up. he gave me chin up. And I was like, what do I, I'm like, how bad is this? I can't. <laughs> Your doctors have no bedside manner. <laughs> so they do a test called an EUS. It's an endoscopic ultrasound. They go down your throat with a camera. Like you're out. It's a big, and they can see, ev- it's a much more conclusive to see what's going on in there. Mm. So I had to do that. And even the nurses were like laughing. You know, I was trying to be upbeat. I'm laughing with the nurses. And they would pull up my thing on the computer. And I don't even know what it's called. I don't, uh, you think I would know what I had. <laughs> but it's called like endocarcinoma. Like it's a type of cancer. Like every time the nurses saw it, they're like, "Ooh!" Like they would make oh a god. like, "Oh, you have a." Oh god! <laughs> oh, you got that one. Yeah, I got well, a lot I've of that. I've only seen this three times. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Basically, they just looked at it like, "Oh, that's, I heard about this have, in college." You have the Widowmaker. Like this is like, <laughs> this oh. is like you're done. There's like a line of people outside your room looking Ooh. to see what you have. This is so like when the doctors bring all the, th- the students yeah. in that they're like teaching. Like this it is, is a, a teaching ri- hospital, by the way. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so every morning when I was in the hospital, I'm jumping ahead, but I would wake up. They're like the doctors make their rounds, but there'd be like thirteen people, like thirteen yeah. people in the room. I okay. dealt with that with my kidney transplant, and yeah, it, was, yeah, it was the same thing. Teaching hospital, and it's like Jesus Christ, and and it's like who are it, it was like. 14 people in, in white coats. Yep, that's And you wake up, like, and they're all... And they make their rounds at, like, 6 a.m. Yeah. Now, oh. when they do that, are they, like, coming in, and are these kids, like, getting taught your about yeah. your, like, so they have to answer questions and all that about your, like, patient zero? Like this one. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> now, I don't know if this was, sometimes you could hear them outside your room discussing. All the time. You're like, they're like, all right, and you're like, and you're trying to be quiet, like, what, what are they saying about me? So you have, like, one or two doctors. Yeah. And then you have like residents, or, or tr- not even residents yet, before resident, and um, it's students. like students. Students, it's like it's like open mics for doctors. That's their <laughs> open mic. <laughs> yes. Like you get five minutes, we'll light you at four. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was a uh, it was a tough stretch. I ended up getting all these complications because I had a, a growth in my bile duct, which like connects to your pancreas. So. It kept like blocking things, so I was getting like build. So I got sepsis twice, which I didn't. Oh I was like, God. sepsis kills you. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say sepsis alone isn't good. So I got lucky. Both times I got sepsis, I was in the hospital. Oh, so thank I was God. able to get like immediately treated. But if I was home, I probably would have died yeah. from the sepsis. Really? Yeah, because my temperature was one hundred six, and it, it gets <laughs> oh, to your or your organ shut down. Yeah, that 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 will 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 take you out. So. Um, I was really fortunate. It was uh, after this EUS, this ultrasound, I woke up and the doctor was standing over me and she's like, uh, good news, it's operable. We can remove this. And I was like, awesome. 
And they're like, it's kind of a big surgery. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I didn't know, like, big surgery was, like, big surgery. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't really get what I was in for. I was like, let's, let's do it. Well, I, I mean, if I were you, I'd be like, we're getting it out. I don't care. Yeah, what I really did didn't understand. Like, you know? my ignorance was a blessing because yeah. if I understood, if I knew, if I knew then what I know now, I would have been freaked out because okay. the yeah. surgery was awful. And my, I had a great surgeon. He was like, a, he's like a good-looking dude. He's like, looks like he's in his late forties, hair slicked back. He's like six three, and he's the head of surgical oncology. And they they recruited him from John Hopkins. This guy's like a prodigy. He's like the guy. He's like but Doogie he, Howser. Yeah, but he's very like. Um, like Grey's Anatomy. He's like a good-looking guy. He's the head yeah. of and I'm like, are you a real doctor? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's kind of arrogant and cocky. He's got a sense of humor. And I really liked him because we would just laugh. And he just, But he lied to me a lot about the severity. Really? Oh. Everything was like a, like a positive spin. So like when I did the surgery, it's called the Whipple surgery. And it's like a three-month recovery. But the incision goes from, like, my chest to below my oh. belly button. And that's a brutal surgery. It's a brutal They take out my gallbladder. They take out part of my pancreas, part of my intestine. It's, it, they re re take out a piece of my bile duct. They reconnect it. And so it's like uh, – it's not just muscular. It's like my organs have been removed. So, like, Ooh, digestive everything. for, like, three months. You just, like, can't eat food. You go to the bathroom weird. You either can't go. Or you have diarrhea. It's like really. Uh, what do you mean you go to the bathroom weird? What happens? You either are constipated or you have diarrhea. Uh, or it's like the, the texture's weird. It's the not color's normal. weird. Nah. It's nothing normal. Yeah. Like you know, I think weird summed it up. Like you're gonna make me get in the details. Yeah, no, I, I kind of <laughs> was thinking like, where's he? What do you want to say? Yeah, that? I want to know. Like the, different the foods. You can't break things down come fats. out whole. You can't break down fat. Oh. So every time I ate, I had to take these pills, three pills called Creon. It's an enzyme that your pancreas produces. But my pancreas is not producing it anymore. So I needed that. To so break I got to take this to break down fats. But sometimes I'd call and I'd be like, "Yo, it's not good." Like I'm going to the bathroom every time I eat, and it's weird. And yeah. they're like, "Take four. <laughs> and like take five. They would just keep <laughs> up in my Creon. So I always have had to have pills on me. But you don't always remember. I mean, every time I ate, no matter what it was, so I had to take pills. Eat and then take them, or take you them. Know no, it? you have to take them right before you okay. eat. There's like a, you have to take them and then eat. Okay. You can't take them an hour before. You can't take oh, it it's after. Gotta be, oh, wow. You got to okay. take them and then eat. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're an active enzyme that gets right into. You. I don't know how it works. I'm not a, but um, sometimes I'd be out and you're shopping longer than you thought. You know, I'm out with my girlfriend and she's like, "You want to go to Outback?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "I don't have any pills with me. I didn't bring them." And sometimes she'd have them in her pocketbook because she always carry them. But sometimes we just didn't have them. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll just eat. <laughs> and then later on, you you're paying like, for it. You're like, it's a crime scene in there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're fine. Nothing's gonna happen to you. But yeah, you don't feel great. But it's not great. Yeah. <clears throat> so I stayed on Creon for like um, nine months. Jesus. And then I was able to take myself off it. So I don't. I don't need that anymore. That's good. I'm never gonna have a normal digestive system. But I eat whatever. Like, I've gone. We've gone to the diet. You see, I eat whatever I want. Uh, you well, my it. aunt got her whole stomach removed. She had a oh, stomach really? cancer, and they removed her stomach. And they, I don't know how they. Yeah, you get a bag then, right? Well, she don't have a bag. She, I don't. They just they connected something. I don't know if all of it got removed, but she, you know, she lo <coughs> lost a lot of weight. But they like reconnected her insides. So where they like passed the stomach. Yeah, really they can like bypass. It's amazing. It's really weird. Crazy. They can rewire. Like yeah. I'm not wired normally. Like what they do with my bile duct and my intestine. So. Like, when I did scans, um, I'm sorry, that threw me off. I know. I know. <laughs> that threw me off, too. <laughs> I, I live on Major. Every once in a while, there's a woman just screaming outside. I think the only outside. murders in the building. I heard a, <laughs> a shriek <laughs> down the hallway. I really was. I was like, what was that? that? Loud. So. <laughs> so, cancer? Yeah, cancer. I don't even know what I was talking about. 
So it was uh, it was a journey, and then I did do, do like chemo. When I did the surgery, my doctor's like, "You're gonna have to have a little chemo." Afterwards, he goes, he goes. He just he was like minute. He's like, "You're gonna have to have a little chemo." He goes, "You may have some cancer cells floating around in your <laughs> blood. We can see." Everything. So we, so I finished the three months of the surgery. It's a really long recovery time, you know. And I went back to see him, and he's like, "All right, so uh, six months, twice a week." Oh, and I was like, oh. "Dude, what happened to a little chemo?" He goes, "You had a Whipple." Like, what do you want me to tell you? Like, I had yeah. a like. Like, let me. I wanted you to worry about the Whipple. I go, so you just lied to me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he shrugged and he just laughed, kind of. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so chemo was worse than the surgery. Was it? Yeah. <clears throat> chemo was brutal. Is it because of how you feel after, like, the, nause the nausea and all that? Yeah, I was, they told me I wouldn't be nauseous. There's like, you're not going to have nausea from this chemo. They're like, you're going to have other shit. That's horrible. <laughs> so the side effects are what they call neuropathy, so pain in my hands and feet. Okay. I didn't get that. I got it in my jaw. So I had neuropathy in my jaw, so when I chewed the first six, seven bites, it felt like I needed a root canal. It was oh like God. searing pain. And it would go away after I chewed something like six, seven times. <laughs> they would just go away. So the first, I would just brace myself. <laughs> that initial. And chew really like, hold my jaw and chew lightly. Oh. on the And then it went away. So that was one. Th the worst one was cold sensitivity, which so like means, no, but like I couldn't, if I had to get something out of the refrigerator, I had to put a glove on or an oven mitt. Oh, wow. Really? You couldn't be near Shit. anything cold. I was like a Batman villain. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they were like, if I went outside, I had to put a scarf over my mouth if it was cold out. Really? Yeah. If and I couldn't, everything I drank had to be room temperature, oh. because if I drank anything cold, and they're so calm when they talk to you, like they're like, it's gonna feel like you'll have a panic attack because it's gonna feel like you can't breathe. Wait, from like, cold? From the cold, your throat. You, it feels like you're drinking razor blades. Oh, oh jeez. If you drink cold, Christ. so they're like. Uh, It'll feel like you can't breathe, so you might have a panic attack. He goes, but you're breathing fine. You just can't feel your throat. So you kind of do this. It's like numb almost. <clears throat> I never did it. Oh, all right. I never, like, I was really, like, when they tell you that, you're you pretty, yeah, you're yeah, pretty yeah. careful not to drink yeah, anything I'll avoid cold. that, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So I don't know if I even had it. Oh, all right. You because never really I, never, tested it, yeah. I never tested it. I wasn't going to find out. The no, hard no, way. no, no. I, um, I made one mistake one day. Which I ordered, an egg, you know, I like to get my egg sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. I'm like an old retired cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I just go to the deli and read the paper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I yell something about, you know, it's coming across the borders, these people. Like I have, like I'm angry <laughs> in the deli. <laughs> I can see. That. Yeah, I, I am. <laughs> you like the local guy who's there like every day at eight at the tables. They know yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Everybody hey, knows everybody. me. I get my papers. I don't even tell them what I ordered. I get the same thing every day. <laughs> I get three eggs and cheese on the bagel, and I get a medium iced coffee, and I go up every day, and they're like, three eggs and cheese, and they just ring me. They don't even ask anymore. No bacon? Awesome. Sometimes I get bacon, but Does I don't. Does he look I like he's crushing bacon? No. That's why I, yeah, but you know what's nice now? I'm such a regular that once in a blue moon, I get well-done bacon just on it. throw it off them. Yeah, but I just go up, and they ring me up for three eggs and cheese. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful. Oh, nice. So I don't even know if I want the bacon, <laughs> yeah. or I just want to get over on it. <laughs> Get some free bacon. Uh, just start the day off winning. <laughs> yeah. So it was funny, though. I went into this deli. They're really nice people, too. I eat there all the time. I go in one day, and there's like 15, there's like 15 people online. It's like busy. And I'm like, ah, and I'm so a little sick. But I'm online. I see the owner and the manager. It's this really sweet lady, Pam, that works there. And they see me. And I, I, they don't know I see them. But I hold my stomach, and I start taking, like, breaths. Like, <laughs> oof. <laughs> and they walk over to me like, John, what do you need? Go sit down. And I'm like, I just wanted the regular what I always get with the iced coffee. And they came over. They bring it to my table. They, I skip the line. <laughs> and then I go, well, can I pay you after? And they're like, John, we're just happy you're eating. And they caught me my breakfast. 
right. It's a cancer perk. Oh, my God. And then uh, they gave me the coffee once, and I could see it was black. And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't want to be – I'm like, but usually I get, I get milk. <laughs> and I actually <laughs> sent them back with the coffee <laughs> to, like, to cat me with some half and half. Did you enjoy the perks? I died. Oh, yeah, oh, the perks. Did were, well, did so I feel bad or feel oh. guilty. I'm not saying you shouldn't or should, but – The GoFundMe made me feel bad. Okay. It was very embarrassing. They raised like they raised a lot of money. I'm, there I'm, was I, a I lot can of say money. the amount because it's public information. Yeah, yeah. You can go to my GoFundMe, but they I, they raised like fifty thousand dollars. That's you know yeah. that's incredible. <laughs> but I know people who gave me money. That like 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 Brendan would give me money, and then I come here and he doesn't have a functioning light, <laughs> and I'm like I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you want that donation back? <laughs> I feel bad. Well, no, I I did. A lot of those open mic guys gave me money. Yeah, and we I'm all gonna did. But I'm not going to mention names, but a lot of those guys might be living in their cars. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them definitely yeah, are living like, in their cars. I'm like, they gave me like 50 bucks. And the sad thing is a lot of them did it anonymously. <laughs> but they don't understand. It's anonymous to the public. I'm like, run. I see everything. Oh, so is that true when Dude. it's anonymous? Oh, yeah. you no, so like, chick, if you donate to me, it'll say, like, anonymous. But, but then when I log name. in, it'll say, you know, chick gave you a... Ten dollars. Yeah. So like you're just like you. By the way, you, you, that's the exact amount you'd get from <laughs> <Yeah>. Chick. <laughs> no, it would be nine fifty. Yeah, and it wouldn't be anonymous. He has to let you I know. Will. I would be Tom Chickalo. <laughs> that was a joke I he told. Put his um, zip code in there. Just to make sure. <laughs> it's not name dropping, but like Tim Dillon, I, I started comedy with Tim. We're not great friends, but we're pretty friendly. And I haven't spoke to Tim in probably four years. I think the last time I spoke to him was the day he got a, a big career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's the last time I spoke I think to him, I, too. If I could do the timeline, I think it's he did Rogan, and then he changed his number. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Tim's a really good guy. And I went on my GoFundMe, and he gave me, like, a large chunk of money. Yeah. And it was very nice of him. And I was a little taken back because it's a lot of money. And I knew Tim when he couldn't keep the freaking, you know, pay his utility bill. Yeah. Like, he was living in the city and struggling and – the guy was like, I was giving him shows for like a hundred bucks. He was coming out from the city, like, and then to see him now, it's like awesome. So he donated money to me, and I remember sitting on the couch talking to my girlfriend, and I'm like, that's so nice. Tim Dillon gave me. Like, this I know exactly what he gave yeah, you. It was really nice. <laughs> well, it was public. It was nice. <laughs> I, I don't. I just it. don't want to say it, but it was. It was a lot of money to me. It's a lot of money, and it was very generous of him. Especially yeah. a guy I haven't spoke to in four years. Yeah. But then I went. And I was looking at his podcast, and he has his Patreon, <laughs> but it's public information. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's raking in some money yeah. on and I'm like, Patreon. He's making four hundred thousand a month. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dawn, maybe he could have put another zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true, dude. I remember a whole new outlook on that on that <laughs> donation. The best thing about that GoFundMe was like seeing some of uh, like the comedians because you saw the names like, oh look at that. But and I saw the Tim Dillon one. That was it's the only that was time I nice. cried in a year. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. From the GoFundMe? The GoFundMe made me actually tear up. One with John Trusen organized it. Um, and John yeah. doesn't like any attention. Like, he'll get mad if he knows anything. Like, John mm -hmm. just does things to do him. He doesn't want, like, yeah. But he came up with the GoFundMe. He didn't ask me. He, he, he did call me. He goes, look, I made a GoFundMe. He just ran it by me. Yeah. You post it. And I'm like, well, yeah, what am I going to say? Like, I, yeah, I, ne I, could, I needed the help. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's humbling, but I, I needed help. I couldn't work for a year. And uh, I was worried about medical bills. Not that 50 grand is, like... Nothing. It's, like it's not even going to help. Fifty grand for medical. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't give you enough. No, I didn't have those <laughs> medical. I got lucky. I had good insurance, oh, and okay. I, I didn't have that. But like, if you but saw he's not what wrong in the grand scheme no, of things, you're right. No. Chemo is fourteen thousand a week. Is that what? Four, oh, I was a week. Oh, my my surgery was two hundred and fifty thousand. That doesn't count 
I had to do 11 days in the hospital, four in ICU after the oh, surgery. Course, Doesn't that, count that. That's, that's another that'd be, 100 that's, grand. Yeah, that's a ton. I would say I'm into this for a million. About. That's probably low, About too. a million. I mean, you're probably more than that, right? So when I, I say, like, I didn't know what was going to be covered. Yeah. And I was lucky that my insurance is, you know, I've been very, and I have amazing doctors. Like, I, I didn't give my doctor's name, so he would hate that I told this story probably. But I, 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 you know, I live between here and Pennsylvania. And technically, this is my legal, re- I'm a New York resident still. My license, my mailing address, I live here more than I'm in P- But PA is my, I have an apartment in PA with my girlfriend. <coughs> but I'm here all the time because my doctor's and shit. But I was going to make the full move and do all my treatments in Pennsylvania. And I had to change insurance. And then it doesn't, won't cover my doctors here in New York. But I have like, I'm very comfortable with my doctors here. So I, I called my surgeon, and he's like, you may want to do your chemo in PA. It's just easier for you. I go, yeah, but I'm going to lose you as a doctor. I'm going to lose my insurance in New York State. And he's like, uh, yeah, don't worry about that. He's like, uh, I'm your doctor for life. Hmm. And I go, but I want to have insurance. He goes, yeah, I don't care. Like, he's just, just like, I, like I'm, I'll just treat you. Wow. And, like, I to hear a guy <coughs> who runs yeah. to do that for me, to say that, I was like, oh, they're not all like, you know, because most of my friends are like, you know, Big Pharma, chemo's a, everything's a scam, you know. There's good people in there. Big Pharma, I go, he's a good good people. My oncologist is awesome. They're a team. Because you don't deal with the doctors as much. Like, I don't talk to my surgeon. I talk to his nurse practitioner, who's this lady, Tiffany, who's amazing. But that's my contact. Mm -hmm. Like, I call her up and down. (laughs) You get comfortable. Yeah. You've been through a lot of medical shit, mm-hmm. so you know what I'm talking about. And how old were you when this started? Were you young, 16. young? Okay, so you weren't a kid. Well, you know, I'd start be the kidney transplant was 16, but I mean, he was sick before. From then. when I was young, yeah. But like, I was a make a wish kid. Yeah, yeah, I know that's a great story. Yeah, <laughs> that like, that's one of my favorites. Um, I'm too old. So I know you didn't get I you didn't get your wish. wish. Well, that was the joke I did tonight, which is a new joke I tried. But like, I can't have a cute little. Like, when you're 11 and you have cancer, yeah. you're always like, you know, run for Robbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you're right. You're Sally Strong. I'm 54 years old. I'm no, just like, I need money. I got bills. There's <laughs> no, I don't get a cute. Doesn't work. Yeah. You know, like, we can't do, like, everybody just jumping jacks in the park. Like, you know, jump for Johnny. Like, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're a grown man. <laughs> Oh god! So I, yeah. I missed out on that whole Make a Wish thing. Yeah. Well, you have your wish now. You're on the Adult Babies podcast. This has so been mine. You're welcome. <laughs> this is the beginning. This kicks off. You're the first. This podcast. is this, this is, is the beginning my, of your podcast of my tour. My promotional tour. Wow. Mm. I, we're honored. No, honestly, I I am so happy to just get you on here. You know, I've been I've been busting your balls for a while to try to get you on here, and you finally, <laughs> you finally. I and it couldn't be. be I, was, I was very excited when he finally told me you were coming on. I really don't have an excuse. It could not be more convenient. I do the mic until eight. You live 78 feet from the mic. <laughs> I know. Em- and, and it's immediately after. It was even closer than you thought. You, like, it you, was. You were like, oh, you it's right here. walking as we got there. By the way, it, Chick would never do a, 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 a podcast this late. Yeah, I would have clocked out this week if, but it, if, wasn't if it wasn't for you. When do you normally do them? We should do it early. On a, on a different night, you mean? Yeah. Well, we it's should. not even the night as much as the time. I, the don't, time. I don't like doing late. I have to be up early, and I don't sleep as it is, so I like to try and get He likes home. to watch television. That's awesome. He, he I, uh, watches TV. Yeah, he I watch all the specials hours. that he said he watched. I watch them all. Yeah. I wrote yesterday with a new comic. I met him in Pennsylvania. Oh, is he like, on that show? I felt, yeah, he actually produced it with me. He's a real oh, nice okay. kid. That's how I found out about this place. A kid named uh, Connor McCrone, I think is his okay. name. Okay. McCrone. Real nice kid who uh, lives up there. 
And there's not a comedy scene, really. So he produced his own show. I met him at the show, and he, he threw me up into the guest spot and was very nice of him. And uh, it'll be a fun show that we're doing up there. Yeah, that's, uh, that is, what, August 26th? Oh, 27th. 27th. Yeah, Saturday uh, the 27th. Saturday. Yeah, I'm going to Pennsylvania. Me and uh, uh, Christian Hahn, friend of the podcast. Yeah. Um, town called Nazareth. Nazareth. And the p- name of the place is Birthright. It's a very religious. Oh, crazy. Yeah. I live in Bethlehem. I know what Bethlehem. Well, I see these are all the towns that when I worked for the chimney scam place. Yeah. They would leave. Why New do you York. always work for a scam place? Wait, well, it was. Right? So when I, after I left the sports scam spot, spot I worked for chimneys and uh, a little bit. And I work in chimneys. What we do is, you know, those. Which is not a real career. <laughs> no. no, it wasn't a real career. It what was you just they paid us well, sleep? and we we would cold call people from Pennsylvania up to Boston, and. We would go there and change out their, like, flu pipes or clean their flu pipes. And it was just a fucking scam to go in there and try and drop a liner down. But all the towns where it was Nazareth, it was Bethlehem, it was a uh, bunch okay. of PA towns. Yeah, they're all, all right. religious. All religious. Yeah, I didn't even put that together. But, yeah, I'm excited for that. Crazy. It's going to be a fun show. Yeah, it, it's just it's, um, it's going to sell out. Selling out 50 people. 50 people's good. But it's an intimate room, so 50 would feel good. Yeah, I'm excited. Thank you um, so much for having me yeah. on. I mean, I think they're all Amish. No, I don't know. I don't even know. Like I don't know. I don't know what they're You're normal people. You're actually not allowed to have a light on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's this weird is perfect. I live there. Yeah. But in my head, I'm such a snobby like New Yorker. <laughs> yeah. That every time I go in, like everybody looks like us, and then one guy will walk in wearing like a trucker hat with a beard, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I live at the, I'm like live with a bunch of hillbillies. <laughs> like I just like shit all over the town. Yeah. <laughs> like there's nobody like that in Suffolk. Like you know what I mean? Like we're better than. I look down on oh, where I live. Well, I can't wait to visit it. There was actually, uh, are you going to say something? No, no. There was, we were talking about the, his GoFundMe. Did you see that the Massapequa Coast Little League team is actually setting up a fun league, which is another type of GoFundMe? I want to ask you, what's, what's your thoughts on Massapequa? One, I hope they lose, and I you're, can't you're wait so for them to get crushed. I, I, uh, dude, I hate that town. You know I do. I know you hate it. And I know they're kids, but their parents are all probably assholes. Okay. So fuck the kids. But n- neither here nor there. They're getting a GoFundMe. Now, this is a town that all those houses are like million-dollar no, homes on the water. Say, they have enough money. They have plenty of money. They have enough money. And no, they're those starting kids are, a GoFundMe oh, please. to those drive to Pennsylvania no, they're not th- and th- hotels. No, they're, they've been on the road for like two weeks now. No one cares though. They're they're What's well off. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I don't, I I'm not that, I don't follow Little League that closely. I don't. Like, but I just no. But I'm saying is Massapequa like in some kind of big. Massapequa was in the the, the Little League series. World Series. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. And it's a, it's like a big deal. I it is. Massapequa. It is a big deal. I know you did. Nice. They should have money though because every other business in Massapequa is a body shop. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That is very like, true. There's like 400 Joey Butterfucos <laughs> living <laughs> in Massapequa <laughs> that have sketchy body yeah, shops. Yeah, they're not giving money to, to That's this. all I'm saying is they don't need <laughs> to get money. Like, taxes. I yeah. get it. They've been on the road for a while. You're going to be fine. Those parents and families are all well off. Uh, I've been maybe. doing comedy for 15 years, and if I told you, I can't count the number of fundraisers I have done to send people to Cooperstown. <laughs> really? <laughs> I can't even count. I lost count of 30. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the kids go to Cooperstown. That I, I think know there's about. a field there and they play, but it's like, but, you, but the parents got to get hotels. It's expensive. Yeah, but I'm like, well, you fucking put your kid in baseball. But pay for a hotel. Like, this is my problem. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> it's like you join this league. One, it's a well off community. It's not like we're talking about some 
you know, poor team from a poor neighborhood. And the and Coastal Little League is actually the more wealthy part of Massapequa. Exactly. You, you talk about two, Sunrise, south of leagues. Sunrise. Yeah. Yeah. All the houses on the water. Do you get why I feel like bad about having a GoFundMe now? Because people gave me money, but you, this, hear, yeah, but you but hear me talk about other people's literally, GoFundMe? There's literally people talking about your GoFundMe no, like this. But somewhere. yeah, one... Cancer and, and medical bills. Doesn't he bills. make money from comedy? And, you know, he's got to... Okay, <laughs> all right. Medical bills can be Some people got mad at me when I went back to work. Did they really? I heard some grumbling. Some people like, I gave that kid 100 bucks and he's he's still I alive. I thought he was... They were mad that I lived. <laughs> they were like, he's fucking... He's working. <laughs> he's working now. I go, oh, yeah, I I'm not going to be in the hospital forever. Yeah, by like, the way, it's 50 grand. What, are you supposed to live on that for the rest of your life? Well, that's yeah. my... I actually do a joke about that, that, like... I was in the mall one day. I was in Bloomingdale's. For the joke, I said Saks Fifth. I've never. I don't shop at Saks Fifth. Yeah, I was going to say that. that I I opted the Saks, but I did see a friend of mine who's a very wealthy girl, and she gave me like a thousand bucks to my GoFundMe. And I I was shopping, and I saw her in the store. Where were you at Coles? No, I was at Bloomingdale's, which is a store. You were at Bloomingdale's. Bloomingdale's, Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, because you. I was looking for. I was looking for a shirt for my special. (laughs) Swear to (laughs) God. You know how much I paid for that shirt from for my special? That was GoFundMe money. <laughs> <laughs> that that like looks like a jacket. That great yeah, yeah. thing I wore. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Was it really? It's a John Varvatos. Dude, that's that's good stuff right there. <clears throat> yeah. So it's class. it, it cry. I went online. I went to Bloomingdale's and see if they had like coupons. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm always like, I was talking to my girlfriend. I go, maybe they have coupons online. And I'm like, I think John Varvatos will be excluded. <laughs> like, you can't even get, you don't even get a sale on, like, Champion at Kohl's. Like, <laughs> yeah. like anything that's a brand name. Like, everybody thinks Kohl's has these great deals, yeah. but nothing. It's only the shit that's good. Yeah, like, the yeah. shit yeah. is discounted. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, it was a 200. So, oh I went and saw God. it. I really liked it. And then I went and looked. I'm like, I can find something like this. I did. I went to Kohl's to look for something that just looked like it. <laughs> it's not the same. And it wasn't. And then I went back. It was like a week before my special. And I'm like, just buy the goddamn shirt. And it, um, I saw another one I, that I liked. And my, my sister bought it for me. It was like $140. And I went home. And it was just like a nothing shirt. Right. So I, my sister, I'm like, oh, I'm going to return it, Deb. And she's like, get a store credit. That was a gift. <laughs> she was animate. So I had $140 store credit. So I did all this like I'm Jewish. I did all this Jew math in my head. And I'm like, it only cost me like really it's costing me one ten because of the credit. <laughs> so I ended up buying that, show, which was a great decision. Like my friend Gary told me, who spends money like it's going out of style. Gary's like, it's gonna be on. It's gonna live forever yeah. on the internet. How many people watched it at this point? I'm up to like almost fifty five thousand. That's yeah. a lot oh, of people. Geez, it sounds. You know what? It's so demoralizing because. For a guy like me who's not – I don't do the internet and social media. I hate it. I'm like 55,000 views. That's a lot. I got like a couple of thousand likes. I got like hundreds of comments, private messages, yeah. like oh, yeah. all flattering. There's three that aren't flattering that I'm going to talk about. Really? Yeah, three. I'll tell you what they said. Oh, I can't wait. infuriate me. Um, <laughs> so my friend Gary's like, this is going to live forever. Just get the goddamn thing. But I, I think 55,000 sounds like a lot. And then I looked at like guys that I was friendly with that have self, you know, privately produced specials they put on YouTube. It's an unfair comparison because I'm talking about Joe List, Shane Gillis, I, I mean, Andrew Gillis Schultz. Yeah. yeah, but you're though, talking yeah. eight, nine million. Yeah. And I'm like, I got 55,000. Still, still, it's still early, though. I mean, it's, it's already, it got into the YouTube algorithm, but it's starting to die. It doesn't stay there forever. Okay. So my, yeah. I was getting like 2,000 a day. 
Now it's down to like 400 a day. Okay. And it's only going to continue to. But now I did the adult baby podcast. Yeah, so I'm it. looking no, for. I mean, listen, what is this air? Presents. This is going to air you tomorrow. And I, I want you to check your YouTube tomorrow and see where it's, these views I'm are. I'm going to spike. Because it's down to 45 yeah. a day. <laughs> I, when, I, when I watched the special, you were Somehow at like 52 and a half views. thousand. Yeah. You just right. Yes. It was just a few days ago when I rewatched it. So, I mean, I don't even check anymore. I was checking it. Y- y- you know, it sounds stupid. I was checking it. I, was, I, I started about. looking at it. It's, and I listen, I watch a ton of it, and it, it's better than, uh, you know, it's better than the majority of the Netflix specials I'm it seeing really, out there. That, that, it I really am not is. just saying that because uh, you're I'm proud of it. The it hard, really part, the hard part is, look, I had guys who did it for me for, as, a, as a favor, which is amazing. These guys own a legitimate production company. Like they work it. on movie yeah. sets. They don't shoot comedy specials. I went to high school with him. We've always been friendly. My fr- it's my friend Pete. He has a company called Platinum Platypus. They're right up by Gold Coast Studios in Bethpage. And, you know, he's worked on movies, like major movies. He's, they were like a, a visual effects company, like CGI. That's primarily what they do. And um, I called him up, and I was like, dude, do you have any advice? Do you know anybody who does something like this? And he goes, let me talk to my team. I'll get back to you in 10 minutes. And he called me back. He goes, we're going to shoot it for you. And he did it on the arm. This guy charged me nothing. I paid for a lens that he rented. The lens looked like a cannon. It was two <laughs> feet long. Of course, Netflix, they do them in these theaters, and they have major fucking and it's five cameras, and they bring oh, yeah, right. yeah, trucks yeah. on Nuts. dollies, like lighting. We had no lighting. We used we shot at a Governor's Comedy Club, which is where I started, and it has like a, a, a kind of a special place for me because that's where I met all my, all my best friends today I met through Governor's, yeah. all of them. When um, did you start doing comedy? Um, I, th- I was 40. That's about 2008. What made what any reason why? I wanted to do it my whole life. I was just petrified of it. Okay. I wanted to do mm-hmm. it since I was like 10. Like, I always wanted to be a stand-up. I owned a business, and I was 40 year, I turned 40 years old. I'm like, well, that dream's dead. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? I, I was making a really good living. I was making like $95,000 a year. What were you a doing? Fi- I owned a Excuse fitness studio with two partners. Yeah. But I was making like second year in my business. I made like 90 grand. That's good. And um, I'm like, what am I going to do? Become a comedian at 40? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I did comedy. I did open mics for six months, and I just walked into my business one day, and I'm like, uh, guys, I'm selling you the business for like 10 cents on the dollar. I just want it out. Really? And I went and did I, – I got a buyout. So rather than giving me a lump sum of money, they paid me like X amount of money every month for like two years. That's, That's actually probably the better way yeah. to do it. So too. I had I had a, a paycheck coming in every yeah. month, and part of the deal was they had to pay my health insurance and my cell phone. It was like – but I gave it to them at a real discount. Like I, I, I should have got another like it's seventy-five grand. a smart way grand. to break away though, because then it keeps I you. Just, it was like a bad divorce. Yeah, yeah. I wanted out. Like you one of my partners, I never talked to again from the okay. day I left. Yep. My other partners, a Nassau County cop, he's a great guy. Um, we keep in touch. You know, we had our fights during the business. Just you know, you fight. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's stressful having a business, but he's a good dude, and we talk all the time. <coughs> um, I took a buyout, and I ended up doing comedy. So I shot it at Governors, which is not the most conducive place to shoot, because I sold out the room. So it's like, okay, I got to. Where am I putting cameras? I, I say it's a madhouse in there. Yeah. I got to get cam, and then they serve in you know drinks and food. Like the owner was very fair to me. You know what I mean? Like he was just like gave me the room and uh, you know paid me fairly on everything. But he's got to make money on food and drinks. Mm-hmm. It's a Saturday night, so I have wait staff coming in and things clanging. And I was gonna say, did that bother you? Because you can't hear yeah, it. But it doesn't. I've been doing comedy clubs for so long. It doesn't. It, bo- it would bother me if somebody's head was in front of the camera or they were really loud and screwed up a bit. Okay. Where so were the cameras set? Did, did, were they like? We were very restricted of where we can put them. Okay. Because you can't have anybody around the camera because you have tripods. God forbid somebody trips, hits a camera. Right. So we had one all the way in the back where the high tables go in the back, yep. and we just took one of the tables out next to it. So that was the main camera. Then he set one up where, uh, you know where the table is, where the owner sits? Yep. 
Um, we put one. He, he left his table empty. We put a camera there, which was like a mid-range shot, a little tighter on me. And then we had one on each side of the stage that were handhelds. The guys and sat, the sat a little work. two seats. Oh, and okay. uh, so we had those. And it was the best we could do. But the lighting was the club lighting. And you have weight. So it's not like, you know, like we watched, we were talking, we watched Tim Dillon specialize. It's shot in a Colorado in a beautiful theater with yeah. like five <laughs> cameras. And like, I don't have the $200,000 budget. Yeah. Like, that's Netflix pays for that. I financed this myself, which was, I think the lens was 500 bucks. The rent. <coughs> so the lens is absurd. It's like it's wow. like 50 inches long. Exactly. It's like a bazooka. Uh, but the clarity, he said he can crop in. The reason he got that, he goes, I can crop in and do a tight shot of you, and it's going to be 4K. Wow. Like, you know, as you get, if you enlarge a picture, you yeah, lose yeah. resolution. Yeah, it gets like blurry. This thing was like 15K. I go, this will be great in like 2090 when that exists. <laughs> like, what is so the clarity was really good for a comedy club. And um, the other expenses, if you watched it, I shot an opening sketch. Yes. Which was an idea I had. It's actually like something that. that kind of happened in the hospital to me when I was septic. The doctor was talking to my girlfriend at two in the morning and told her we think we don't we don't think he makes the morning and I overheard him. <laughs> That's that was a truth like Yeah, it's kinda true. Yes. Like I was so she thought I was unique asleep. experience in this whole thing. So I looked doctor. over and I was like, I'm not gonna make the morning. I was like, <laughs> What? <laughs> and he just kind of like looked away and like left the room. So I thought it was a funny <laughs> sketch. Yeah. <laughs> So but it's a great sketch. Uh, Brian McKenna did. Uh, McKenna, Brian McKenna played my doctor. He did that as a favor for me, and it was in Yonkers. So this is a cool place. It's called Doc's Props. It's a movie studio only for medical stuff. That's oh, all wow. they do. Okay. So I thought it was going to be like a cool movie studio. and we It's in Yonkers, and we drive yeah. in, and um, it's a warehouse with loading docks. <laughs> but there's like seven. There's truckers. There's like these guys are all scales. They were all like loading truck. I'm like, what is what is this place? And they have one of the warehouses. So we go in and it's just I'm I'm, I'm waiting for like a giant rat to run across. It's like yeah. a warehouse, like in Yonkers. And it's just packed with medical equipment. Like you name it, they, they have, have it. They have it all. Like a hundred hospital beds, a hundred heart rate monitors, like packed and just thrown in warehouses on top of each other. Then we get to one floor, and it's just two rooms set up that look like hospital rooms, like flowers. They have a station. They have a hallway. And when you shoot it, it legitimately looks like it a did. hospital. Yeah. yeah, it looks like a As hospital. you step back, I'm like, and it's not cheap. So I, the only other thing I accrued was I paid for renting the space per hour. So I thought this was like, it's a minute and 20-second sketch. So I don't do this stuff. I'm like, what do we need, an hour, two hours? He's like five hours. Five hours. He's like, it's like an hour and a half to set up the equipment and lay it out. It's an hour to break down the equipment. <laughs> he goes, then we have to shoot it, and then I got to go behind you and shoot it again. Mm. So like you don't realize what it entails yeah. to shoot. Like so, like you look at a movie set when they shoot them, it's like you're there all day. It takes oh, forever yeah. to shoot like a twenty second scene. Yeah. yeah. So this was five hours plus driving in and out of Yonkers. So I'm feeling bad because again, these guys, my friend Pete has a team of three guys. They're all there. So I'm like, oh, don't you guys have a like? Don't you have to work on the Avengers? Like you're yeah, spending right. your day in Yonkers with me doing this. But Pete was so cool, and he's like, look, we're this far in. Like, let's just do it right. <laughs> like, we're doing it. We're gonna do it. We're doing it right. We're gonna do it. Do it right. So he wanted to shoot the sketch, and um, it came out. McKenna like has been taking acting classes for like six, seven years. He was so good, and he, he took it so really good. serious. Like when you ask a friend, I'm like, is he gonna? Like, he read the lines. He knew them. He was, like, prepared for it. 
and uh, he looks like a doctor kind of, Brian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Put, like I had, I got those. My um, sister-in-law works at a hospital. She's an administrator for mm-hmm. Northwell, which is where I was. Right. And uh, she got me scrubs and the gown. So you know, he was dressed with the. He looked just like a doctor with the stethoscope. They he had really that. did. He did. <laughs> but he delivered his lines very well, uh, convincing. That was like oh, one. I loved it. He did him like every take was perfect, and I'm the worst. I'm not kidding. Like, I pride myself on being a good stand-up. But like, just let me do stand-up. Don't make me get out of my lane. Yeah. I'm a terrible actor. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so all I had to do was sit up in the bed <laughs> and be like, are you talking to me? And I was like, are you talking? Like, I couldn't even get <laughs> How my— How many takes? <laughs> How many takes was there for you many? the extra hour? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're, we're going to need two extra hours for— So that's not, that part was fine. The hard part was there's a scene when I'm laying in the bed, and he shot this shot from above me. And I'm have it's a voiceover of me thinking. Okay. Yeah. I did that voiceover like two days before, at the at his production company. I went in and he just set up a mic and he's like, okay. And I wrote out a script and I was like, it's so uncomfortable. And so I was just talking into a mic and I'm like, not gonna make it to the morning. What have <laughs> I done with my life? Like it was. <laughs> and Pete was directing me. He's like, no, no. He goes, you you realize you're dying. You're. And he's just like, uh, and he's doing it, but he's doing it so much better than me. Right. Pete, Pete's like, not going to make the morning. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, and, and I'm like, okay, I got, I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm like, not going to make the morning. And my voice gets <laughs> more nasally. <laughs> so we, he sends it to me. I'm out to dinner with my girlfriend, and Pete's like, hey, edit it. We got it. And I send, he sends me the voiceover. I almost threw up at dinner. I'm like, this is, I can't. Put this in my like I can't my name can't be on this. No, it's so I was cr- I pushed my dinner away. I'm like I don't want to eat Dawn. I'm like I'm not oh, hungry anymore. And now I got to tell him. But again, he's doing this as a favor. So I'm like I got now I got to be the guy who goes in. I go yeah I know you just did thirty thousand dollars work for nothing. I'm like but we got to redo though. So I went and I go Pete I really hate the voiceover. I go I feel bad. It kept me up all night. It was keeping me up so bad. I know when I sleep that I ate edible. I don't like edibles. Yeah. I ate. I smoked a joint and then ate edibles, but I ate like a lot of edibles <laughs> <laughs> because I knew I wouldn't sleep. So I went in the next. I think I was high when I went in. <laughs> Put you in the right <laughs> mood. No, I was yeah. really bad. It, it fucked me up. Um, really? Yeah, well, no. edibles are dangerous when I ate a lot and I smoked. And, and I, you yeah. know, I had no tolerance. I never did this before I was sick. So I went in the next day to his studio, and he's like, "We can redo the voiceover." And he goes, let's just – but when I went now, now it became a problem because I don't want to use the voiceover we have. But it's a one-shot, which means one camera. So there's no editing. Oh, really? There's no, it's one camera above my head. Yeah. Okay. So it's just me supposed to be reacting to what I'm saying. So I'm making like my mm. – I'm making the face in my head. And the kid who edits, this kid Mark who does his editing, used the original voice. That's the original voiceover. So he, that's the one you hated. That's the one I hated. Really? He chopped it in half. It was 45 seconds. He chopped it to tw- – I said, I wanted 20 seconds. I wanted to just get to it. I don't need the whole thing of me sitting. He chopped it to 20 seconds, put it with me, and I watched it, and I go, it's not bad. Look, if I had another chance to do it, I probably could have done a better job with it, but it's fine. No, it's – dude, it's I, I really think it's great. <laughs> I loved it. I, I enjoyed it from the beginning, <laughs> and even the end with just you sitting in the hospital gown outside governors. I yeah, that we winged that. That, that was a great – yeah. We that was a great d- way to end it. We were going to do pictures of me from the hospital. No. And I'm like, that's a little cheesy and self. Nobody cares. So I walked out, and I was standing against the wall, and the kid Mark was just shooting me with his iPhone. Oh, is that? That's that's an iPhone. We were doing the shoot of me walking into the club in the gown. 
And then we were outside. I was standing on the wall, and I looked, and the whole other side of the wall was black. And Mark's like, that's a cool shot. And the wind was blowing, and you yeah. heard birds. And I go, these should be the credits. Yeah, it was good. I so it. I didn't act. I was just literally standing there. It wasn't acting. Yeah. It was subtle, and I, was, I enjoyed so it. So we had the black wall. I go, can you put credits on that black wall? And he goes, yeah, I can do whatever. They were a CGI company, so like changing the name of the marquee, it had like you know yeah. Anthony Rodeo, whoever was coming. He just changed it to John Z. We're getting my affairs in order. It's all just computer graphics. Oh. You can make oh, the marquee. Cool. He could have done bulbs, neon, whatever he wanted. Yeah. So um, those guys were great. I was happy with the way the sketch came out. I was worried about it, it being embarrassed of it. I was afraid I was going to be a bad actor. It wasn't funny. And I'm like, it's a minute 20. So uh, that leads me to the three negative comments. Yeah, I can't. This is what I've been waiting for. So I got like 100 comments. The first one that was bad. Every comment was like over the top, nice and flattering. Like really not just like feel better. I got some of those, but a lot of like comments on my writing and my comedy. It made me feel good. Again, none of this moves the needle for me. It does nothing. It was just like very nice to be like, all right, that's right. my body of work. I'm glad people liked it. It does mean something to me. So somebody writes, this guy's as funny as pancreatic cancer. <laughs> Time to write new material. <laughs> so here's the thing. You can see who's writing. You can see there. Yeah. It's like a bullshit account that was made up. Of course. It's somebody. I think I was just trolled by somebody who doesn't like me. I think that's all that Do you was. think it's I, somebody that you know? Yeah, I think it was somebody who just trolled me. He didn't like me. He was like, fuck this kid. That's think, what I think. Do you think you know who it is? Nah, I don't know. I, I'm not even going to. Just, but you I don't, don't think it was but real. But you have some ideas. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was real is my point. Okay, yeah. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Right. But either way, I was like, whatever. So that one I dismissed. Get a bunch of nice ones. Then I get somebody who writes, um, use the F word. Like a minute into the sketch, I go, uh, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like in the sketch, I don't right. have my voiceover. He goes, use the F word. And then talking about his family's callous feet. I do a joke about taking care of my mother's feet. Yeah, that's yeah. He goes, talking about his family's callous feet. Turned it off after, turned it off after two minutes. What? So I go, first of all, I'm mad because I'm like, I look at his profile. He's got 93,000 subscribers. He's like a tech nerd. He's like a guy who's like, eh, yeah, like, whatever it is. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm like, you're an adult male who's offended. Use the word, the F word. The F word? That's disqualified. <laughs> so, I'm, oh I'm looking God. at, like, the fact that, like, all right, maybe they're religious. I'm thinking religious. I'm looking at, I think they're religious, that you don't like the F word. But I'm like, but it's not against your religion to try to, like, wreck somebody's dream and their <laughs> career and I'm and dying of pan. You shit on a guy with pancreatic. You watch two minutes. You said you logged off after two minutes. And he's like, just my advice if you want it. Maybe you should not curse and uh, not talk about your mother's feet. Like some shit like that. <laughs> oh, so I was like, Jesus. And then some other lady wrote, who is religious, because I went to her wall. There's a bunch of Bible stuff. <laughs> who wrote, who wrote. I love how you looked them up. Yeah, I looked up. them up. It says, profanity start at a minute six oh, for those who I care. I saw that comment. With an, really? angry, with an angry red face. I saw that what comment. What do you think they were getting, though? Jesus. They could get a comedy special. And the only other one I got, which was very positive, but very negative in the same, it was so weird. It was like um, his contrived smile. I smile on a stage. So like, I had trouble looking at his contrived smile. <laughs> and his, and then he made fun of my voice. He goes, and his heart. I go, well, this is my voice. Yeah. Man, what do you want me to do? Like, this you? is how I sound. It's not a character. <laughs> I'm not emo Phillips. Like, I didn't make this up. He's contrived. So he goes, but the jokes were amazing and great writing. Phenomenal. And he goes, but good for, like, may want to get this on radio. I go, well, my voice is on radio. 
None oh of it made any God. sense. It was like, he shit on me, and they gave me the highest praise. <laughs> but it was actually a good, like, he's saying the material's good. I'm annoying. Yeah, yeah. he basically said, I don't like you, but I like your, yeah. your writing kind of style. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, that's fair. That's, get a, somebody fair, else to that's a fair this? critique. <laughs> the only one I got smile. today is a guy who wrote, <laughs> which I thought was funny, he wrote, kind of depressed me, dot, <laughs> dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so, Amazing. I saw oh, a reply. God. Somebody else wrote, great stuff, loved your special, sending you healing thoughts. Pretty nice. And this guy wrote underneath, what's that going to do? <laughs> <laughs> like he went and read other yeah. people's yeah. comments. And then he went to depress them. He wrote, <laughs> I go, dude, I think you're just a depressed person. <laughs> what's that going to do? He wrote, what's that going to do? And I go, well, it made me feel, it's not going to fix my cancer, but it made me feel good. It was a nice like it does. <laughs> oh God! So here's what this. This is how crazy this business is that you can lose your shit. Oh yeah. Is when I was in the hospital, I thought I was dying. I thought I had six months to live, and I did want to shoot a special because I'm like, well, all I'd loved for 15 years was comedy. It's my whole identity. It's my life, and I don't really have content online because I hate social media. I hate the internet. I don't want to do it. I never did. I said I just want to be a good comic. That's it. Unfortunately, if you want to be a comic that's good and you have fans, you have to be on Something. TikTok, Instagram, yeah. Twitter. All the, you got to do all the shit. You got to be on there. I understand. I made a conscious choice to be like, yeah, I'll just die in obscurity. I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dancing in a TikTok video like a jack-off. <laughs> it's desperate to me. I love it more, though, because it's, it's I don't know, it's just more. Uh, the, the people who use other forms to try and get like their comedy, like I'm just like, eh. It's like a yeah, but it works. I, I know it works. It works. I, like, it. I know guys who have huge money, followings. Like, there's like a reason. You know, look, Andrew Schultz is a very solid comic, but he's, he's been that dude's been leveraging social media since it started. He's smart. Yeah. He happens to be doing both, so I respect him because he's, he's not. Great. He's not a TikTok guy. He's not. He's a comic who's using the other mediums to help his career. Mm. You his know? crowd work. Tim is Dillon phenomenal. is a very funny guy. He said he. He's an exceptionally good po on podcast. He's not like okay. He's like exceptionally. I I've never listened. Tim's to great. Yeah, he's, he's great his on podcast. podcast. podcast it's it's his wheelhouse. It's what he does. He's great. He's a good stand up, but like him on podcast, it's like a different level. But Tim's been doing that for years. He understood. He saw the future, and he created his own career. Yeah. He doesn't have to deal with club bookers or. He's like, nah. I just have a Patreon and make a gazillion dollars. <laughs> I'm part of that Patreon. And I give. Are you? <laughs> yeah, of course. And I give 0.01% to John Ziegler's joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't so know if Tim Dillon listens to the Adult Baby podcast, but if he listen. does, thank you, Tim. That was very I'm kind sure of Tim, you. I'm sure Tim is listening intently. Every he's, episode. Yeah, he's. Um, he, he knows who Imagine I go home and I have a six-figure donation from Tim Dillon. Yeah, he's, he's like, I heard you on the <laughs> Adult Babies, hey, okay? Yeah. Ziegler. <laughs> I didn't have to give you shit. <laughs> <laughs> Long Island hack. <laughs> he's a good guy. Oh man, no, so, he is a good guy. So, um, that was what? I, oh, yeah, those. Are, I think those are the only negative comments I've gotten. That's not bad. That for no, the amount of views and the amount of uh, interactions, that's that's pretty good. But I do get mad. That, and I, I wanted to reply to the person with the f word and just eviscerate. Nah, no, it's, not worth, it. it's not worth it. I guess you're it. right. But Chick not. would do that. Yeah. <clears throat> no, so Chick would do that. Don't do that. I'm gonna open a Pandora. <laughs> now I understand that would probably help me. Because then people start chiming in, and then people see the war on YouTube, and then it yeah. blows up. But I don't want to be that guy. I just want to be a comic. <laughs> no, mental health. <clears throat> I don't. I'm not on a reality show. 
You want me to do it for you? I'll, <laughs> I'll ghostwrite your comment page. Chick's whole, he would love to, to <laughs> start have a war. He would yeah. love to have that many people at his disposal to mess with. Right. He'd exactly. ruin your career. Yeah. I'll do it as my I don't have a too. career just, to ruin, to be honest. Yeah. I'll just go look at all the negative comments and respond from my YouTube page so they know it's me. <laughs> but this is the weird thing is like when I was in the hospital and I thought I was dying, all I wanted to do was shoot the special for like a legacy. I wanted something up there to get exactly what I have now. I got 55,000 views, nice comments. People liked it. That was my goal. Now I'm like, I might be living. Yeah, so now. And all I'm of a sudden, I'm like, how many views did I get? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you're persp- just all of a sudden, you're back to, it's a business. Now it's not yeah. good enough. Now it's not a legacy. Yeah. Now it's like, how many views did I get? Does it help my bookings? Can I get Right. It? Does it make you want to <laughs> do another one? Yeah, I'll do another special one. I mean, I, I, mean, I know it takes a lot and it's a lot yeah, of work. I mean, it would, it would be a year away. I wouldn't do this again because it, it's, it's money. Yeah. I can't call up my friend Pete and be like, "Let my cancer's back." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, <laughs> next time I gotta pay the dude. Yeah, I wouldn't do it at a comedy club next time. I did that. I would do a theater. Okay. Um, and look, it's not a crazy investment. I mean, I could probably do it for eight eight grand, but that's on the cheap. Right. Sounds like a lot say, of money. That's yeah, on the no, cheap. That's cheap. I mean, that's. <clears throat> um, like but again, I get no return on that investment. <clears throat> it's like you put it up and you get a bunch of views, and I go, okay. Doesn't move. I don't. You know how many friends of mine have a million views on like a reel? Well, yeah. <laughs> Pete was telling me this today, and he was saying something how he maybe got the guy a lot who hosts this podcast might yeah. have had one of those. Yeah, I had a view. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> uh, do shit. But my point is, people go, like, he's got like two million views. He's blowing up, and I go, no, no, not. No, it doesn't mean doesn't anything. Do my ten-year-old cousin. I just saw her TikTok page. She started a page with a. It's a fake duck. It's called Kevin the Duck or Kevin the Chick. Yeah. And it's it's a ten-year-old just doing stupid things with it. Four million views. Unbelievable. Jesus. Four million views. And I don't know. You can't monetize reels that easily. Yeah. I, like I people, don't know. Somebody how wrote on my face. On my you can. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. number? A uh, hundred million. <laughs> one of the clients I'm working for, we're getting maybe 50, 60,000 views a month, and we're making four or five hundred dollars a month. So like I can't 50, imagine. 60,000 views? Yeah, it's not a lot. Wow. That's they're, interesting. They're paying really? money right now. Because YouTube... Some lady wrote on my thing, and she's like, get John subscribers. And she wrote subs. She wrote, get John subs, because at 1,000 subscribers, you can monetize. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. And then I Googled su- – I swear to God, I Googled subs. I'm like, get me 1,000 subs. And sandwiches came I didn't up? know what it was. And I Googled it. I'm like, oh, subscribers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then other people have told me that, so I'm like, I have like 400 subscribers, but I have no content. All that's on my well, YouTube page just gonna say. is my special. Like I'd like to, p- I'd like to put this. Can you put a podcast on a YouTube page? Yeah, yes. yeah. Just, just, this is just audio, right? It's audio, but we, we can, can make something work for you. Send you the audio link to just post it what? if you want. We can make it work for you if you want to put it on your on I'll your. Put it on, yeah, I have yeah. no content. Oh, we We'd love work. to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put Chris to work. Yeah. He's, he's back. Are you gonna do a face swap of me? <laughs> yeah, we can just talk Can we just put it as the adult babies and just use you now as the? Do you have a logo or something? I don't care if it's just you. Yeah, we have a logo. Oh, we, we Why don't you have the logo yeah, on? Yeah, I know. Oh, no, right no, we have a shirt This is the logo. You do? I see the T-shirts. Yeah, we have T-shirts. We have mugs. Some comics have mugs. We stopped doing that. When I did mine, you know Cal Cagno, right? Yeah, of course. Me and Cal Cagno had fun. We did one. Big for, fan of Cal Cagno. He's great. Um, he had baby and... That's and he's gone. He's, he's gone. Um, <laughs> he's been into, he went into the domestic vortex. He died. Well, you know, the pandemic hit. It was a perfect storm for him, but he's really happy. And uh, he'll be back one day. Good for him. He's too talented so. not to be back. He's too funny. Mike Calcagno was was one of my favorite comics to watch. But he was great. I didn't realize he stopped. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's got a promotion at work, and he's got the baby, and uh, you know he's got a house. That'll do it. 
he's like really interesting. Yeah. Because like Mike's a really good friend, but Mike's like he's like a monkey. Um, but yeah. he learns <laughs> to like fix shit. He just goes on like YouTube. And does like I go over and I'm like he has like a slate beautiful patio in the back and I'm like what I'm like oh how much was he? he's like I built I'm like you built this I watched him build it with paper I'm like how he put a shed up and he leveled it and put it on like four like he does really good work I envy people that could just but he just learns learn it something. on like YouTube that's my my brother that's bought a house and he did the same thing he just started like because you don't want to spend money on every little thing that goes wrong no, in your house or whatever so you gotta like he also likes doing the work oh, okay he yeah. enjoys like on the weekend he's like domestic guy that's good good for him but we had a podcast yeah you got what was the name of that part? Is that it's still dying is easy? This is before you were dying. It's before I was sick. How ironic! <laughs> oh oh wow. my God! Yeah, I called him from the hospital. I go, just want to let you know, dying not that easy. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it comes from the saying, "Dying is easy, comedy is hard." Right. It's a very old saying, saying from some guy, and it was in the movie My Favorite Geo with Peter. Like, I don't know where it originates from. Some guy they say, <laughs> but um, I remember being in the hospital and like, dying is ha- way harder than comedy. <laughs> yeah. like, comedy's hard, but this. Much it's a bad, it's stupid saying. It's <laughs> so I was gonna name my special <laughs> debunked. Um, yeah, um, I fact checked it. Uh, Norm Macdonald makes a reference to getting my affairs in order in his weird thing that he did yeah, yeah. when he just spoke into it. it was like a week before he died. Oh, I yeah, do remember that. that yes, it was a very interesting, cathartic thing for he just I sat actually enjoyed that a lot. It was interesting. You know what? It's the kind of like as a comic, I can watch and go, look, he's doing this in front of a laptop. Yeah. With no audience, it's awkward. But some of the bits, I'm like, if he did that in front of a 300 seat room, those bits are crushing. Would work, yeah. But they're just, it's so uncomfortable. No, and he it did it like with time. It's very weird. It's like those like, Zoom I comedy shows. I don't think shows. I laughed at it at all, but it's actually like you couldn't look away from it. Yeah, it? yeah. I Fast laughed at it in a way, going, he's selling, he's pausing and mu- he's like mugging where the he's doing the same facial reactions he would get as yep. if. <laughs> As if. He knows exactly where the laughs are. Yeah, he knows where the laughs are. He did. He did everything as if, and it was just weird to watch. But as a comic, I'm watching going, that's really solid joke. Mm -hmm. And if that had an audience, that's a a late night set. For sure, yeah. But um, he mentions something about getting my affairs in order. So I'm like, damn, Norm mentioned. I can't use that as a title. People are going to think I'm a hack. I stole it from Norm. So I I ended up watching the special. And I'm like, oh, he brushes over it. It's like an insignificant mm. throwaway line. I'm like, I can do that. It's, you know, so yeah. I kept it. But I was looking for other names. And Kel Cagney's like, why don't you just call it Dying is Easy? I'm like, that's a good name. That is. And I'm like, and I have a logo that I really like. I just have to Photoshop Kel Cagno out of the logo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kill one of the guys yeah. in there. <laughs> so I was going to go Dying is Easy. Then I have a joke in the special. I don't do dirt. I'm very clean comic for the most part. I have a, but I'll, if a joke's dirty and it happens to be funny, I'll do it. I'm not opposed to dirty yeah. comedy, but um, I have a joke about to- the word toxic cum. Because for my chemo, my semen was contaminated, so I have a joke about toxic. I was thinking of naming the special. I just like the name toxic cum. It sounds like the name of a metal band. Or <laughs> it does. But I told like Pete who shot it. He goes, yeah, don't name it that. Toxic like It's going cum. on YouTube. Like This is not going to resonate for you. <laughs> it's not going to be good. But we can get Jack Adam to sing Toxic Cum. Didn't he made he me re- a song. He made a song. <laughs> One of, yeah. <laughs> he made a Toxic Like a cum metal, song. like a death, de- is it death metal? Yeah. I always call it, de- I'm so bad. This is how, how I always call it death metal. Death metal? Yeah, I always, I'm like, I'm like, what is that, death metal? <laughs> I <laughs> never knew it was leopard. death metal. Oh, God. I call it death metal. Yeah, well, he made a death metal uh, Toxic Cum uh, song. That's you amazing. know he damaged his vocal cords? I know. For like well, I'm doing the song? Yeah, because he's screaming. He's just like, Toxic Cum! Toxic Cum! He's like screaming. 
And if you've never met Jack, he's the most like he's so like you would unassuming, never I love quiet kid. Yeah, the kid reads like Aristotle and Nietzsche. He's yeah, not, he's not. He does. He's like 24. He, he like quotes Aristotle, and I'm like, he's not the toxic cum guy. No. <laughs> oh god. And he, uh, he did the song, <laughs> but he like he like got like polyps on his vocal cords from yeah, screaming. Oh god, it's so funny. I wanted to make it. I don't know how to do it. I, I wanted to make it my ringtone. Oh, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way to make you send it to me. I have to have. We we should have Jack send that toxic cum thing, and we'll 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 splice it in if we can. Is yeah, Jack the one who doesn't do uh, podcasts? He did our other podcast. Did the other and we one. had to tank it because he didn't. <laughs> he just doesn't talk. He doesn't. He didn't. He didn't. Re- I love that. We kid. can't. The only other guy that was harder to get on a podcast than you was Jack Adam. Jack Adam's like, oh, I had some bad podcast experience. <laughs> I didn't do that. Well, I've had some. <laughs> I did one. I hate to even say this. I'm so I do a lot of work for the Autism Foundation, so I'm always afraid. Um, I do a lot. I talk like I had to have Calcagno pull down all my Dying Is Easy podcast. Really? Oh, I said retarded like <laughs> a ridiculous amount of times, <laughs> like a, like a abu- like abundance yeah. to the point where it's like, all right, I keep saying I'm not making fun of ha- of uh, mentally challenged people, but if you listen to the podcast, you're like. You're totally making fun yeah. of the <laughs> challenge. Like you said it like 40 times in one podcast. So I do all this work for the Autism Foundation, and they're like the nicest people, and I see what they do. So I'm like, I should pull these down. Like it's not good. It's not good for like if they ever heard it. No, it would be you get canceled. Nah, they wouldn't. They just wouldn't use me anymore, <laughs> which would suck. But besides that, like I wouldn't want to hurt their feelings. Oh, yeah. Like they're really like good people. Yeah, and I've worked. I've done many shows for them. So no. I'm like, eh, th- th- what? What? I need my dying is easy podcast no. up. So we kind of pulled him down. Calcagno's like, yeah, I got a kid and a job promotion. Like, I yeah, probably we, should get that down. <laughs> so, but I did a podcast with this guy once. He saw me in King Cullen. He's a Beth Page guy. He's like, oh, you're John Ziegler. You're the comic. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And we said, he's like, you, he's like, I do a podcast. And I start talking. And he had like a severely special needs daughter with him. And I had cold cut. Like cold cuts? Is it cold cuts? It's cold cuts. I'm so bad. What I'm the like, hell? What else are they? <laughs> I was. I, was I call them cold cuts. I call them cold cuts. Cold, cold cuts. <laughs> like it's branded. Like coleslaw. It's cold cuts, right? It's yes. cold, cold cuts. They're cold. And I graduated. Yeah. I sweat. I'm not making this up. Sure you. I did. have two college degrees, and I graduated with a 4.0, and I call it death metal and cold cuts. Yeah, we believe you, John. We I believe do. you. I'm not Biden. I can prove my degrees. <laughs> like I didn't <laughs> just lie and say I graduated <laughs> top of my class. I'm like, do you believe he did? He ran for president cold. years ago and lied about. Where what did he, he lie about? He lied about like his mate, how many degrees he had, and really he finished in his class. And, and they, they could easily fact check. They just fact check, and they're yeah, like, "You have one degree, and you were yeah. in the bottom ten percent of your class." And he's like, and he just went, he went, "Oh, I forgot." Yeah, I, mean, I swear to God, that's oh, like a thing. Well, I could have sworn I was higher. <laughs> I just think it's funny. That's hilarious. It's not a political statement. Well, I just think do? it's hilarious that you ran amazing. for president. And we're like, yeah. He was like that John Lovitz character. He was just like, yeah, I got. Four, the six degrees. <laughs> I graduated Harvard, top five percent. Because it's so true. All I did was yeah. fact check him, and they were like, "Ah, nope, that's wrong." And it was a long time. I don't know what year that was, but it was like pre-internet. Yeah, he didn't like realize he could 20, fact. Yeah, did you just look it up? It wasn't that <laughs> difficult? Like, Fuck, you guys can do that. <laughs> that's when he learned about fact yeah. checking. So what was my story before I went on? I don't know. You were telling me about how you went to King Cullen. Oh, I've been trying to get you on the podcast for months. You're like, I went to King Cullen with a with a. With cold so, like, cuts. So his kid was like severely special need. Like she made noises and stuff. But yeah, he, like, he made she was, noises. She was though, I get a guy. <laughs> <laughs> she was she was like autistic, but like but I had the cold cuts in my wagon, and she she grabbed my cold cuts. 
Uh-huh. And she was like playing with my call cards and stuff. And I'm, he was like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, that's all right. I'm like, it's no big deal. I'm like, I was like, it's cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. Slap and I put him back hand. in the wagon. And then we talk, and he's like, would you do my podcast? And I was like, I felt, I was like, yeah. He was like a nice guy, and he was like Beth Page guy, where I'm from. I grew up Beth Page. I'm like, of course I'll do your podcast. And then I went down the aisle, and I put my like pound of turkey and my back. ham. I just put it on the shelf. <laughs> like a fucking. <laughs> she just finger fucked all your food. Yeah, she actually had her hand. I don't know. Like she has. So I'm sure. I'm sure her hands were in her mouth or a bunch yeah, of. Yeah, no, like, no, you know no, what I mean. So I'm like, hey, no, I'm you got to get rid of that. Yeah. So I put the. I felt bad. I'm like, oh, it's adorable. And then I went down the next aisle and I like flung them. <laughs> I flung them next to like the cookies and just kept moving. So did you, um, did you mention that on his podcast? But I did his podcast, and um, I think there he—it was like a really bad podcast. He might be a little—I don't oh, know. He had a I don't know. I don't want to say it. that, but he was asking me really weird questions <laughs> that I didn't want to talk about. Do you remember re- any? Do you remember that? any of the questions? It's about God and why I don't believe in God oh, and po- politics, but like like uh, really going down uh, the route. Ra- and I'm like, I don't want to talk about. Oh, it. But I was doing like a nice podcast. Yeah. And he's like a super nice guy, and I, he goes to my gym, and I still see him all the time. But he would like get beef with people on the internet all the time oh. and fight. That's a problem. And they had to throw him out of like Beth Page parent groups. Really? Oh no! Yeah, he was oh, really. No. He's he would get into it with people. Yeah, see, that's a problem. But he's yeah. so nice. I'm sure he's nice. He's one of those people that's nice and just has one of those awful like online personalities. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. he is. He's like a good guy. I'm an asshole. Real Sounds like him, though. He's got a terrible You're online consistent. person. So somewhere anymore, out there though. in the ether. But I'm consistent. Oh, like, so that podcast exists. They're just out there. Oh, we got to find that. Oh, it's wow. still out there. Yeah, well, yeah, I didn't pull it down. It's out there yeah. in the ether. So I'm always afraid. <laughs> so something's I did this back. one, guys. He was an open mic comic. Nice guy. Mm-hmm. Big. 270 pounds, but jacked. Like a big, jacked up. Right. Not like, like a monster, this guy. And he's a hardcore right-wing conservative. Okay. And I kind of lean that way. Like, that's right. more my political. I'm more like a right-wing guy. But um, his partner was, like, very left. And he did a podcast. <laughs> and it was drawing, It was drawing like, right at the beginning of the pandemic. There was nothing going on. Uh. He said, you want to do my podcast? This is what it's about. And I go, yeah, that sounds kind of cool. Because I can kind of go both ways on whatever. Right. And I'm like, I'd like to go. I'll do that. I'm like, I don't care. It was before, like, things got really crazy. <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, I can go on there and talk about, you know, I don't believe in this and yeah. it'll be fine. <laughs> like, six months later, I'm like, no, no, don't ever say oh, anything. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> like, your career's over. Yeah. If you say anything. Take that down. <laughs> oh, God. You know, like, just you love, you know, everybody and that's is it. That, and shut is your mouth. So, a comedian? so here's the is. thing. He brought up cancel culture and he talked about, like, Jimmy, you come up Jimmy Fallon, or um, yeah, Jimmy Fallon did an impersonation of Chris Rock on his on Saturday Night Live. Yep. Okay. And he had to go on like an apology tour, yeah, like twelve yeah, years I, later. I remember yeah, that. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. what are you apologizing about? That's what an imperson. It's not. I was saying that's not blackface. Blackface is a thing. It was like minstrel shows. They did it. They used yeah. white actors to play black roles, and they did like the mammy stuff with the white. It was very degrading. And yeah. Mm-hmm. They would use the stereotypes against yeah, them yes. and when they were portraying He was them. doing an impersonation of Chris Rock. And then I got mad because I go, you know, Billy Crystal was Sammy Davis Jr. for three seasons. You're absolutely right. Wow. Yeah. He did it like blackface, ka chunk and he had the cigarette. Right. But, and I'm like, See. three years he did it. You're right. I forgot he did. about that. Why isn't Billy Crystal on an apology? It's so arbitrary. Yeah, it is. So... Because Billy Crystal's nobody now. Like, no way. He's not in the. He's I not. Yes, but Fallon yeah. is like, like, you want your Tonight Show money, you're going to do an apology tour. Yeah, of course. Anyway, that's not the point of my story. We get what that is. 
He releases the podcast. I pick my words very carefully because I don't need any bullshit. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't think you should have apologized. I guess if you have to, you have. Like, I get it, but it's like I hate that you have to apologize. Yeah. Like, there's a girl on Dancing with the Stars. She's like um, very pretty blonde girl. She's like 26 years old. Her brother's also a dancer. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? No. Do I, I, I don't know. Do I look like They're I watch very Dancing good with looking, the Stars? Aryan nation looking blondes. <laughs> They're very attractive Okay. People. And she's like 27 years old. And for Halloween, her and her friends went, went as the cast of Orange is the New Black. Oh, boy. And she went as like a crazy eyes. <laughs> and she put like the corn rolls in. And she yeah, was in yeah, the jumpsuit. Yeah. And she did a face black. And they, the internet came after this girl. Like she raped the two-year-old. Like <laughs> yeah. they were like, you piece of shit. And she was reading apologies, clearly written by a publicist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's she, this poor girl didn't even understand what she was apologizing. She was like, I'm very sorry for all I've offended. You could watch them reading. Like, Yeah, she was reading, and she was like, is my career over? <laughs> she just liked the show. Everybody went as a character. She just went as a black character and dressed up like it. But you can – it was almost an homage. She's like, I love the show. That's my favorite character. She's not – there was not one ounce of racist intent in right, this. Right, right. But she got – they were like, dude, you're apologizing or you're off dancing with yeah, your Yeah, it doesn't daughter. matter anymore. She was just reading shit that PR people wrote. Listen to Shane Gillis. That's Shane Gillis' podcast. He, he's on a Rogan talking about um, where he got canceled from Correct SNL. Oh, yeah. That NBC That's right. Shane fired. Gillis was the one who got hired and fired yeah. in like but the he, same day. NBC wrote him. something he said on a podcast. That's right. NBC wrote his apology. Yeah. And he's like, you, they, uh, you fired me, then wrote my apology. <coughs> wow, well, and know he's that. like, he's yeah, he was. He, he, he talk, I'm not going to try to repeat what he said. Did I'll he, butcher it, but he talks he about write, it. On, did did he read exactly what they? I forgot what he did with it. I don't remember, but he talks about it on Rogan, and it's really funny, like what he went. He's through. a funny stand. Yeah, but he flipped guy, it. Man. Thank God, because it was kind of bullshit what they canned him for. Of course, oh, yeah. it was. He got uh, fired for an Asian stereotype. Something he said. Mike Myers, I'm a big SNL guy, so I know all the sketches. Yeah. Well, his whole thing was, the, he did the whole... Uh, he did a game show that was yeah, the gong game show. show. The gong show with Foley. He had the he had the, the fake teeth the and the round... Gl- like Charlie Chan, he was like, oh, yeah. wiggle the ring of the gong. And I'm like, that was like 20 sketches. Yeah. That was a, yeah, that was a reoccurring like, sketch. Reoccur- in his mouth or something yeah. like that. <laughs> And yeah, I'm like, yeah. you worried about a- you worried about what he said about Asians? I go, oh, that's okay. Oh my it's so god! So ass backwards. By the way, that was a great sketch too. That was that was that was oh, a very that funny. You never seen the Chris Foley no, when he goes to the Asian game show? But the fact that they show. can't, oh. Shane oh Gillis is not Mike god. Myers. Yeah, he is now. Well, <laughs> now he is. But now but also, yeah. back then there wasn't that. That was the '90s. Yeah, but like, why is it? But they they do go digging back. Yeah. So it's like, why is that? Are you just not going to air any old episodes? Well, that's what, yeah, it's like, why you, you you pick apart some people who did things in their past and others get a free pass? But some people did it so much more. Oh, yeah. Like I said, s- Billy Crystal's character was like three seasons. Yeah. It was a recurring Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Pretty funny when you think but about it But now there's way. so much more to pick out for a comic. I mean, there's hours and hours of podcasts that they can f- they're going to find something. And podcasts are like this. Like, I probably said something on this podcast that I regret because you're just talking. It's not scripted. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like yeah. you're just bullshitting. Rogan talks about that, that it's this guy shooting shit. And you're going to say things as the way people really talk. And like, you're not you don't unless you're going to take your podcast, listen to an hour and a half and then edit. No, you start pulling and, out. And, like and we stupid. don't do that. And you should unless you make us. But but that's the thing. When you're in a conversation, it's like you shouldn't have to Shit edit flies. yourself. This is a conversation. We're going to say some things that aren't great. I've done podcasts, and the next day I wake up, like your eyes open up. I'm like, Brendan, listen to me. 
at about an hour. <laughs> I'm like, no, you gotta. It's gotta come out. <laughs> We've had that done before, yeah, so please, you you could you could always tell so us. So my point of the story is, I did this um, political podcast. Yeah, it was at a studio in Garden City. I had a nice setup, and I did it. And then he posted, and it's fine. I didn't say anything I was embarrassed of, but the he cut a segment, like a two minute, like a promo, and it says comedian John Ziegler talks about blackface. That's oh, all. That, that's all the heading <laughs> says. Right. I get up. It's like five in the morning. I'm going to work, and I'm like, "What the? What? <laughs> it's a comedian. John Ziegler talks about. Black. I go, "Yeah, that's what I want." When oh, you Google me, God. I call him up. It's like six in the morning. I'm like, "I'm like, Rob, you gotta get this down." I'm like, "Take this phone." He's like two seven. This guy would squash me like a bug. Oh I'm my yelling God. at him. He's like, oh, "I'm sorry." He's such a nice guy yeah, too. Yeah. He's like, "I'm sorry, man." He calls the producer. I, call. I go, "It's still up." Took me like like two days to get it down. Oh. Anyway, some right wing conservative website gets a hold of it. Oh. Really? And it's on their website, of and it's got oh like. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm like, I might as well have been wrapped in a maga flag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know, of course the right wing. Come back next week with John Ziegler. T- <laughs> he talks about transsexuals. <laughs> like it's like. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, Rob. So that's why you do these podcasts, but, like, you got to, like, I say no to people. I used to just say, yeah, because he's a nice guy. Yeah. He's got this daughter he takes care of. Like, what a nice – like, yeah, this guy's got his hand full. He's a nice dude. But then you go on, and you're like, ooh, I'm regretting this. Like, I don't want any of this aired. Yeah. And I'm, ha- Have you regret anything about tonight? I don't think I said anything. The only thing I regret is I talked about that guy, and it was very specific – about his daughter touching my cold cuts and stuff. And I'm like, what are the odds he listens to my He's not, podcast? He you should have brought him a cold cut sandwich that when you went to do the show. I did oh, you just bring him cold cuts. Yeah. I wanted to write a joke about that, too. You just can't. Why not? I just think it's hilarious that I had to, like, pretend it was cute and then throw the cold cuts. <laughs> you could write a joke about do that. <laughs> <laughs> just you tossing the... There's two pounds of cold cuts just sitting next to the plant. There's peanuts in the aisle. <laughs> just threw them. I would love they had him on the security camera. You just see him yeah. fucking toss the cold <laughs> The flip. <laughs> you get canceled from I, the security. Most of my jokes that have to do with anybody who's, like, anyway mentally challenged. I'm not making fun of them. I'm making fun of the uncomfortableness. Yeah. Right. Of course. Like I've been doing this joke. I've been telling you about. I've been trying. I can never do it. I only do it at open mics because mm-hmm. I enjoy doing it. But I'll never try it at a club or anything. Is I just joined Instagram, and you get like these cute videos of kids. Like you always see like a like a Downs kid doing something, and it's it's really cute. And I want to support that. They're like, I want to give them a lot of likes, so I'll like a Downs video. Then I get up the next morning, and my whole feed now <laughs> is just Downs kids. <laughs> And I'm like, God, I just I'm eating bread. I just woke up. It's like a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Like I'm not picked, but it's like I wouldn't want this with puppies either. <laughs> I wouldn't want a hundred things of puppies. So I watch Damn a lot algorithm. of. G- I can't do because g- of my surgeries and shit. I can't do. G- I used to do jujitsu a little bit. I was a very novice. I was new, but I can't do it um, right now. So I watch a lot of jujitsu videos on Instagram. There's always short reels of yeah. jujitsu. So now my feed is Down syndrome <laughs> and jujitsu. <laughs> So I wrote a joke. I go, I feel like I'm going to get up tomorrow. It's going to be two Downs kids doing jiu-jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, are people going to be – like, I think it's really funny. It is. But I'm like, are people going to think I'm not making fun of – No. Oh, people don't. They hear the word. They hear the word and that's it. That's not – That's the pro- – people will, but what are you going to – At no point of that, I mean, 
Like I told you, I did it tonight. I was talking about that joke about me having this thing called misophonia. Yes. Or, but it was about Jordan Ladderback. He's a great yeah. comic, really good friend of mine. He opens for me in Indianapolis. We've gone three times when I do his club in Indy. Mm-hmm. I always bring him. We share a room. And he chews very loud, Jordan. <sighs> and it's a problem. Like he eats a chocolate bar in my room and I yell at him because I can't listen to the noise. <laughs> But he does a joke about his girlfriend yelling at him. So I'm like, eat the chocolate bar, man. There's no girls here. Like, have a good time. I go crazy. But after like two minutes of the... (laughs) I'm like, fuck, enough with the chocolate bar. I go... (laughs) I freak out on the kid. (laughs) So, um... I do a joke about him on the plane dropping cookies, and he was trying to reach between the window and the car seat trying to get the cookies, and it was bothering the shit out of me. I wasn't even sitting next to him. He was an aisle over. But when I tell the joke, I talk about it that he has cerebral palsy, and I'm like, and he's putting his little <laughs> palsy hand between the. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to K- Connecticut with Calcagno. Yeah. But we're on different shows in Connecticut. <laughs> and he finishes early and comes to my show, and I tell him on the podcast, I talk about that joke on the podcast, and he's like, dude, you can't do that joke. <laughs> he goes, they're going to hate you. And I go, no, no, I think I'm a good. I'm get, I get a little. I'm like, yeah. I, can d- I can do it. You'll be able to. I'm get a smart away enough it. comic. I can do it. <laughs> He goes, I've never seen a set change direction quicker. He goes, you are crushing. He goes, you are having such a good set. It was like somebody ripped the rug out from under your feet. You did that joke. You said palsy hand? I I said a little palsy hand. It got so cool. And things changed. I went from applause breaks to silence. (laughs) And I looked at the crowd. I go, what are you? I go, I didn't give it to him. It's not my fault. <laughs> and I I had to, like, work to get him back. Yeah. It took, like, three minutes to get him laughing again. <laughs> I came off stage, and Kalkag was laughing at me so hard because he's like, he's like, you look, I'm a good enough guy. You fucking <laughs> ate your dick. You <laughs> 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 fucking ate it. Oh, it's humbling. God. Comedy is so humbling. It you really start to is. think, like, I, I know what I'm doing. Like, you fucking bombed. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so you can't do, like, certain jokes. I go, is it worth? is it worth it? I mean, I was going to say, that is the, the attempt and the story about it afterwards Look, to me is almost worth it. If I'm Chappelle or Burr, I can do those jokes. Yeah. And you, and Or Louie, they're going to do those jokes. Cause they're, but I'm not – like, if I get something that's edgy, the clubs are like, yeah, we're just not going to book you because we yeah, don't need – Yeah, I guess so. It could cost me work. And where am I doing those jokes? I'm not doing an HBO special where, like, this is in my special. I'm doing these right. jokes at, like, a fundraiser. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is – you know what I mean? Like, is it true, though, that, like, bigger names can get away with edgier stuff just because they well, have, they have like a, a built-in audience. Nah. Yeah. Like, when Bill Burr performs, you're buying tickets for Bill Burr. Yeah. You know what you're getting. Yeah. Nobody goes to see Andrew Dice Clay and goes, he's very offensive, that man. <laughs> like, you know what you bought a ticket for. Right. Yeah. You know? And the club isn't going to be like, well, you can't do that. Because mm, yeah, they're well, going to sell out. The yeah. But if you're John Ziegler, people bought a ticket for a comedy show. I, I just happen to be the comic. Gotcha. Right. Like, I just did a place in um, Brewster, New York. It's a barn called the Funny Farm. And it's literally a barn that <laughs> they renovated. That and it's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, it's not it sounds bad. fun. Yeah, it's like 150 people. They pack it in. There's nothing in the town, so everybody <laughs> comes. But I'm like, they're not here for me. Right. I'm they're not like, I sold out the Funny Farm. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> it's like 100. They were coming no matter who is there. Yeah. It's just yeah. something to do. Comedy night. Comedy yep. night. So, like, I can't do what Burr or Louie does because... They don't know what I am. And if I'm offensive, they, they think they're going to see a comic. They're like, that guy was very offensive. Yeah, you're just an asshole. 
I do like <laughs> the comics. Like um, I used to open for Gilbert Gottfried a lot. I've done like uh, twenty five shows. Rest in Gilbert. Pete Gilbert. He was I great. He was a nice. He was a nice guy too. Was he? Very nice. Is it guy. true that he was very cheap? Oh yeah. Oh, I that, don't even I like. I'm not afraid. Is that why you guys got along so? <laughs> I would load up his backpack and then at night I would help him. He took home like cheesecake. Yeah. Um, two <laughs> bottles of red wine. Like that's he had hilarious. like a li- like a that, shopping list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I never knew that. Napkins. Yeah. It's like a stack of napkins. He would them. take anything from the club or wherever anything he was, was working. Yeah, that's probably. funny. But I didn't he was know a that. really uh, nice guy. Very funny off stage. I like him. Quiet. Was he? Oh, that's really. surprising to me. Qu- beyond quiet. Really. Yeah. Like just sat there. Like if if I didn't talk to him, we'd sit there for an hour and just stare at each other, literally <laughs> yeah. staring at each other, like eye to eye contact and just staring. So I would talk to him, and he'd always be responding. And, you know, I wasn't friends with the guy. Yeah. First of all, I did 25 shows with him. But every time I worked with him, he met me for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I did a show with him in Allentown, Pennsylvania on Friday night. <laughs> Got up in the morning. We went down there for free breakfast. Yeah, it's of like, course. It's like seven hours later. I went down. Gilbert was eating already. And I walk in. I go, hey, Gilbert, good morning. How you doing? And he looked at me and had no idea who he was. I'm like, dude, I opened for you like seven hours ago. <laughs> I sold your merch. Oh, God. He literally didn't know who I was the next oh, morning. God. But what the do you think? You were a fan? He, he just had no, no, no clue. There was no recognition. Every time I met him, I go, Gilbert, good to see you again. And he can look at me. You can see him. He's like, again? Yeah. Like, oh, have I met God. you before? He was so nice, though. Yeah. He's like, I don't give a shit. I have no ego. But, <laughs> he was um, one of my favorites. I think he's funny so funny. The funny thing about Gilbert is... He has two different careers, really. Like, Dice, you know what Dice is. Yeah. Gilbert is the voice for the parrot in Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. He's been in Problem Child. Yeah, he was on, like, uh, Saved by the Bell. He, like, married, like, Zack and <laughs> Like, he's done, like, yeah. this crazy career. And then he does the roast. Oh. And he's filthy. He is the fucking best. And he was the Aflac duck for a the little Aflac while. The Aflac duck. So you have people who <laughs> that, come to see Gilbert. His aristocrats. You have people who come to see Gilbert because they're like, oh, he's love him on Howard, and, you know, great. And then you have people like, he's the voice of a lad, the yeah. parrot. That's got to be such a weird <laughs> thing. That's crazy. And then he gets what up there, and midway shot. through his act, he's like, so I can't, I, there's cum in the kid's mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and half the room loves it, and the other half, like, covering people's ears and walking him out of the room. <laughs> I and Gilbert used to love it. He probably, yeah. That's he fair. leaned into it. If you were offended... He would lean over you. He has a, a dirty joke he does about, um, you know, had my first blowjob, had a taste, and the kid's mouth was filled with cum, and it was, he just, but it, he would just dub. It would go on for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. with that voice. That and kid's mouth was filled with cum. Yeah. And it, I think the line he had, he goes, it looked like he drank a gallon of Elmer's glue. <laughs> and then he'll pause, and he goes, but it wasn't. It was cum. <laughs> But he would lean over the lady who was offended till she walked out. Oh, that's so great. And I would say, I go, Gilbert, how long were you going to do that joke? And he just he would just look at me and smile. That's it. He never even had, he just looked at me with a big smile and giggle and be like, but he was he was a good guy. But like I love I love like people like that where there's like two different audiences. I did the same thing. I did Drew. Yeah, Saget. Great example. Yeah. Full House. Full House. He's one of the dirtiest comics ever. The dirtiest comics ever is right. And I once opened for, um, I emceed. I wasn't. I I took my mother to see Drew Carey. My mother watches The Price is Right. Yeah. She loved Drew Carey. This is like nine, ten years ago. And um, 
the MC, they thought it was going to be an MC. The MC didn't show up and stuff, and they threw me up. The MC. I was in the audience. I'm like, can you MC? So I was, I was like four years in the comedy. Who was, was like, this, the governors? It was like governors. I happened to be in the audience, and the M- they thought Drew was bringing his own MC, and he did yeah. it. It was a mix-up. <laughs> so like, can you just go MC? Just do like 10 minutes? I go, yeah. W- sitting, going back, I went back and sat with my mother afterwards, but most of the people in that crowd knew Drew Carey from The Price is Right or like Whose Line Is It Anyway. Yeah. Drew Carey is a lunatic. Yep. See, I never heard his stand. I wouldn't know that either. Oh, he was like I crazy. I love dirty stand up, but I, yeah. I wouldn't have known that he was. But that he guy. liked doing dirty bits because he's like, yeah, I'm on the prices right all day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta be squeaky clean. I like going up there and talking about like, you know, <laughs> yeah. whacking off or whatever he was doing. It. <laughs> but like looking at, looking at these old ladies' faces, like seeing the life drain out of their eyes, they <laughs> were like, hilarious. we love Drew. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Drew that I know. Yeah. And it was great. Even my mother was like, ooh. <laughs> and my mother was no prude. My mother didn't give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But she was a little like, I mean, that's 11 o'clock. His price is right. Right, when yeah. Old, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Daytime television. Yeah, my yeah. mother was like 11 o'clock. You know, she'd get up. She'd have her breakfast. She'd yeah. breakfast every day for like 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd go and watch The Price is Right. Oh, so, so you know, seeing that guy. What are we on a third hour of this podcast? Yeah, well, like, listen. Well, I was gonna. I you was get into a conversation with you. I mean, it can go three hours. Yeah, this might be the longest. Po- Usually, I would podcast? cut somebody off and just start my picks, but I let you. Rock. You're not somebody we want to cut off. You, you just you're filled with great stuff. So before we, I'm not gonna we, do them. I don't. Really you don't want to do yeah, any tricks picks? I don't have much. All right. What are picks? Like, what do you I mean? usually pick like shows and movies and stuff that I've watched. All right. And I don't really That's have his much contribution. Here. I have like one or two things I watch, but give us one thing. All right. Pick. One pick. Yeah, like because I, on. I have to go maybe watch something tonight, yeah. so I can uh, use a pick. Uh, don't tell me it's the new Predator thing on YouTube on Hulu. No, it was actually pretty night. good, yeah. but it's it's you know I'm not, it's, how many of those do you need? It. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's been like so many of them, but it was all right. This thing is a documentary on Netflix called "I Just Killed My Dad." I started watching that. Oh, what is that about? I saw that. So this is about a guy killing his mom. (laughs) And he he kills his father. He doesn't deny it. It doesn't. About. But it's fucking amazing. It's about a guy who killed his mom. (laughs) (laughs) I see that would be a plot twist. (laughs) Threw you off there. But he basically throws, you know, goes down the hole like he did it because his father was abusive and and all that. So, but it's a really cool story. All right. I still don't know if I believe the kid. I think he fucking... He's just a sick bastard. Oh, you think so? Right. It was good, though? I thought it was very good. interesting. It's only I, like I'm two or three two episodes. Picks. I know this is your thing. No, See, I knew we couldn't picks. get... I, I love Ziegler's like... He's like, he's like, when does this end? He's Now he's no, doing know, his I own I gotta picks. get my picks because I think it's... Because <laughs> this is obscure. You'll get this. All right. I watched this thing called Blackbird. Yes. It's okay. It's not great, but what I liked I about like. it is the serial killer in it is the guy from um, I Think You Should Leave. He's in one of the sketches. Is he really? He's the guy who's like, so I auditioned for a play, <laughs> and I got the part with Jamie Taco, the fast talker. Dude, I didn't even realize that was that guy. That's the, he plays, and he's great in it. He's a great actor. He's great in it. He's, yeah. He has this really weird voice. Yes. The, he's really, the show's okay. I like, like the show. Yeah, I haven't I like finished it, it yet, but I, I think it's... <laughs> I think it's pretty good. And then I watch an old one. I, all I do is watch TV now because I don't I have a job. Listen, I'm yeah. right up my alley. I, just, well, I binge every day. Yeah. I binge. It's all me and my girlfriend. I'm like, if we don't have anything to binge, it's a long weekend. Yeah. Well, like, we have – my apartment is set up for, like – For binging? Yeah. We have, like, a recliner couch and, like, a giant television. <laughs> and it's, like it's – it's a really good binging place. We always – we buy food. We go out and sh- – we food shop on, like, for Friday. binging, right? So we don't yeah. have to leave – 
<laughs> what a b- oh, it's beautiful. I'm going to visit you for the weekend. So we ran out of show. I watched an old show that uh, Trucin recommended to me, which was really good. It's a Billy Bob Thornton. It's on Amazon called Goliath. I've seen that. It's good. I've heard about Four that. seasons. The first two were Billy Bob Thornton's so goddamn good. Yeah, Best. he's great. I so love good. Bob so I highly recommend Goliath. At least Goliath. the first two seasons. And I've seasons. seen that. I never watched it, but I've seen that on there. The last I've two seasons get a little it. weird. Yeah. yeah. Some shows just don't know when to end. It, it was good. It's still good. <laughs> feel like we're talking about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, like, like like this one tonight. Yeah. That's my fault, though. <laughs> no, no. It's, I, I like I told this, my though. girlfriend I'd be home at, home at 10. It's 10.30. I haven't even yeah. gotten food no, yet. I know. I know. I apologize. It was worth it. I had a good time. It, this was a lot of fun. It, uh, like I said, you were you were our white whale. You're somebody I've wanted on for a while. Uh, I Check out the special. The special is amazing. It, it really John is. John Ziegler Comedy. That. That's where you check John out. John Ziegler Comedy. We will promote I'm, all I'm that. Glad we, um, I'm glad we did this at night so my eyes don't have to adjust to the light when I leave here. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, you know, I have one light in here. My, my <laughs> light went out. What do you want from Oh, your light man. went out. Yeah, it went told, out. You left that out. Yeah, well, you know. Well, it's always this light in here. Don't let them fool you. I thought it was that coal mining. No, I no, it's that thing, too, for no, but I, the vibe. If I want to get out of here, I have to follow Canary to find my way out of this apartment. <laughs> but I like a nice, a nice, a, a nice vibe. You see what I did? The it's open nice. mic. I said, I said, lower the, lower the lights. Yeah, that was good. And it, and it, it's a nice vibe, John. It's a nice vibe. You're lucky you, you didn't light comedy. a candle. Yeah, no. In this, in the winter time, I light candles. But is that, um, is that a rock salt? Is that a rock salt? It's a rock salt thing. This will cure cancer. It really I will. That. <laughs> uh, James Michaels, new open mic guy. He's yes. Running. He runs Cover. Cover. You know he has. He owns a floating place. Uh, he's he's offered me it's and Chick to, to get in there. Beautiful, uh, Floatopia. I'm giving I him told a, giving you, him I told a plug. You, it's really nice. I'm not into floating. I can't shut my brain off for more than three. You, you can tell. Like no, I know. You, we he, can't even is, stop the podcast. What you're hearing now is me floating. <laughs> <laughs> like like that's what's going on in my head. <laughs> How much this is this float re- going to cost? This me, isn't yeah. relaxing at all. <laughs> <laughs> but he has also a huge salt cave. Okay, yeah. So you can just sit in the salt cave and chill. It's a he built a really nice business. Cool. And he's like James. I'm gonna check nice. that out. I, yeah. I like James Michaels a he's lot. Al- he's awesome. Good dude. Runs and, a uh, great mic over there at uh, Kava Tea. That Kava Tea will do something to you. It, apparently, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't had, had it either. I gotta try it. All yeah. right, so do your like wrap up. Cause I, right. I really gotta go home. Yeah, like, no. I we're gonna. We're gonna do, uh, by the way, do you have any? Do you have any shows that you want to promote coming up? I'm headlining only on Long. I'll promote my Long Island shows. Um, I'm headlining. The Brokerage. Mm-hmm. It's a Saturday, September seventeenth. It's one show, so I'm headlining the Brokerage Saturday, September seventeenth, and I'm booking. I'm getting weird gigs now because yeah. I'm sick. Now I'm getting like I'm doing like a in New Canaan, Connecticut. I'm doing a theater for Lust Garden Pancreatic Cancer. Oh. Yeah, oh, okay. They re- they found me. So you get some bookings out. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm doing no, a hospital. I'm doing a hospital. But you know what? They pay like literally like six times more than the clubs. Oh wow! I'm oh, making wow. like. The money, and I feel bad because I keep being like like an asshole. I'm like, you know, I want to give back. I should, and then I'm like, well, I have pancreatic cancer. Yeah. What am I giving back to? I'm like, no, no it's two thousand. I'll do it for two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's but I'm fantastic. getting these like weird gigs like you. that. But my next my next big Long Island gig is that. And the then uh, I will be with Brendan Ryan August 27th at Birthright uh, I in Nazareth, wait. I can't Pennsylvania. Wait for that. That's, That's gonna be the nice. one. That's going to be a fun uh, fun night out in Pennsylvania. It is going to be a fun night. Uh, I actually booked you guys a pretty nice, I'm not going to lie, I booked you guys a pretty nice hotel. If you're gonna I, well, oh, I've already heard about it. Professionals. The first thing, John booked us a hotel. <laughs> That's our pay, which I'm it's very appreciative. It's making no money. But I, <laughs> right, after, right after John books the hotel, he called you're not going to believe how much this hotel costs. <laughs> 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 I'm, like, right, I'm sorry. What do you want me to sleep in my car? 
<laughs> I freaked out. I freaked out. <laughs> I looked up online. I'm like, don't let me book that hotel. I'm like, I don't want to wait till the last minute. And I pulled it up, and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll be hearing about this hotel for two Which weeks. It's normally like a uh. buck 40, but it's like college kids going back to college week. Oh, God. So they jacked up the hotel prices. You uh. want me to split it with you? No. I'm just, no, it's, I got the hotel. Don't be silly. <laughs> oh, God. I'll be well, hearing about this, this hotel. Far. Yeah. If you guys made and this And you're getting far. breakfast. And I'm taking you guys to I the Williams Family Diner. Oh, I can't wait. It's a great I, diner. I'm excited. I'm it's excited. It's like a trucker kind of diner, but it's like legit food. Um, it's my favorite diner. It's the best I kind get, of diner. Yeah, you get, yeah, I get an omelet, pancakes, like coffee, <laughs> juice. Everything comes. And I'm like, $7? How are they in business? <laughs> oh, I can't It's like wait. one of those Pennsylvania diners where you pay 7 bucks for the hungry man. It has like a name oh. to it. <laughs> Beautiful. That would be a great way to start off. Oh, our week. we're going to do that. Definitely. We're going to the. We're going there. All right. Well, John, we're, we're going to finally uh, cut off your mic. Make cut. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on, though. We really are. Uh, I blew the light. He's I literally talking I about the breakfast. Light. I, I blew the light. And I, had <laughs> I was so many close to stopping it. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one. All, All right, right guys.